Ooh, ah, you can get it dropping into a steep blue chunk of Indian Ocean, or you can get it pulling up a dewfish down off the coast of Cape Lewin, or you can get it on a Sunday arvo after you got a bit carried away on Saturday night with the boys and you just need a bit of the hair of the dog to get you through the afternoon. As a matter of fact, I've got it now. A hard-earned thirst needs a good, solid, honest beer. And Cheeky Monkey Pale Ale is one of the best. So I'm going to rip that lid off one right now. Thanks, Cheeky Monkey Brewery, you ripper. G'day, T-Bone. G'day, Nanny. Mate, what's going on? You're looking a little bit sad there, mate. Mate, I'm a bit red and raw. <laughs> Why are you a bit red and raw, T-Bone? Well, the missus likes me to have smooth balls. Does she? Does she indeed? So I tried the wax method, Namu. Oh, waxing your balls. Are you crazy? Fucking hurts. I bet it does, mate. I've got a way better idea for you. Have you heard of the good crew at Manscaped? I have, actually, Namu. Tell us a bit about it. Well, Manscaped are the finest in men's grooming products. They've got this uh, thing called the Lawnmower, where uh, Lawnmower 3.0, you just take it in the shower and just shave your nuts that way. Way easier than having a waxing job. Sounds like a way better alternative to me, Namu. Mate, you can get your, your lawnmower 3.0 out and give your, your nuts a little bit of a shave there and then uh, revitalise it with a bit of con- ball conditioner and a little bit of ball reviver. Mate, where the hell do I find this Manscaped package? Manscaped.com, you can get it on there, mate. And did you know that if you put barreled into the coupon code area in the checkout, 20% off, mate. Mate, I'm on to it. Anything to do to save my balls. Lock it in. Hello everybody, welcome to Barreled Surf Podcast. My name's Adzi, I'm sitting in the shed quarters this afternoon with a special guest sitting across the uh, Jarrah coffee table there from me, new addition to the shed, courtesy of Al Bean. Thanks Al. Uh, mate, I've got Gene Hardy. How you going Gene? Yeah, great Adzi, thanks for having me in your uh, special shed. <laughs> mate, thanks for coming up. Um, yeah, stoked to have you up there, bit of Margaret River surfing royalty to Come and join us. I'm sure you probably won't uh, admit to that, being a humble legend that you are, but uh, you are indeed. So, nah, bloody good. How you been, mate? Good. Yeah, been great, mate. Just drove up after a little surf at Mark's. It oh, was yeah. like that autumn glass off three to five foot. Beautiful. Nice. So nice. Overcast and glassy. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, overcast, glassy. It was even uncrowded, mate. How's oh, that? Well, yeah, that's that's good. And, um, and, mate, you were telling me your family's away at the moment, so you're having a little... You were fishing yesterday when I spoke to you. You're surfing today. Just having a little, uh, little uh, vacation at home without the fam and getting a getting a bit of recreation and leisure in. Well, I've been working my butt off, really. I'd been, <laughs> actually, to be honest, <laughs> I'm missing the family because I go surfing every day with the girls and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. And um, now that they're gone, I've probably only surfed a couple of times. I've been fishing a bit more. Oh yeah. Because if they're here, I'm just surfing my brains out. But so yeah. went out fishing a couple of times. But yeah, no, they're um, they were over in Queensland and they had to shoot down to New South Wales. They were kind of on the COVID run. Right? Oh, it's funny yeah. times, isn't it? Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I spoke to you last week and we're trying to line this up, and you're all going to come up, and and then there was a case in Queensland, and then the border shut, and then they ducked into New South Wales, and then you had clients for your for your business who were coming over here. We'll talk about that later. So. 
yeah, you were uh, a bit flustered there, but uh, oh. hopefully the girls get, get home without having to isolate. Hopefully, mate. Friday, they're meant to fly back, so fingers oh. crossed. Yeah, cool. All right, mate. Well, um, let's rip into it here. We're going to get a bit of a story of uh, who the fuck is Gene Hardy, if we can. Um, and we usually just start right at the start, mate. So where were you born? Well, I was born in Margaret River. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. In the old hospital. Oh, yeah. So uh, I believe that my folks had only just moved out of Gracetown. Oh, yeah. The, uh, that's a story unto itself. A big willy uh, willy, like one of those sea spout things came in off a storm and tore the roof off our house. Really? In Gracetown? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, right. So we moved uh, moved to the banks of the Margaret River. Oh, yeah. And um, I was born in 1976, mate, in the yep. old Margaret River Hospital. Oh, classic. Yeah, right. And um, you are the second oldest of four brothers? Yeah, that's it, mate. I've got an older brother, Josh, who's a he's a, like a math, I think he's a math or science or computing teacher at Margaret River High School. Oh yeah, cool. he was away for a long time. It was great when Josh came home. Yeah, and cool. so he's my older brother, and then it's eighteen months between us, and then Brett and Ryan are three years younger. They're obviously identical twins. Oh, yep, the identical twins. Yeah. yeah. Well, mate, um, uh, a local fella by the name of Maynard. You know Maynard. He, Anyway, yeah, he's an underground right. cat. But yeah, anyway, yeah. surfing cobblies all the time. He's oh, one of my yeah. cobblies guys. And he always rides Tony Hardy single fins. Oh, there you go. And big ones. And yeah. I was like, oh, I remember once going, oh, yeah, and we're, how big's that one there, Maney? And he's like, oh, he goes, oh, yeah, this is the 7-8 or something. He rides big boards. And I'm like, is that your biggest one? And he said to me, every Hardy needs a bigger brother. I've got an 8-10 <laughs> at home. And I thought, oh, that's a good saying. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Every Hardy needs a bigger brother. And that includes your Tony Hardy quiver of that's single right. fins. Wow, yeah. yeah. I only got one off Dad. I only ever got one board off Dad. It's Is a 7-8. Right? Yeah, it's still in good condition. I write it all the time. No way. Yeah, single fin. Oh, that's classic. Yeah. Um, mate, so, yeah, so you're born in Margie's. And then, obviously, just you, you never left. You, you've grown up in Margie's. Uh, so. No, I've done some time away. I've done yeah. some time away. But, oh, yeah. um, oh, we'll get to that. But, yeah. Uh, Let's keep it in the early years Let's for now. Let's do it. So yeah, you you went to uh, you grew up around Margie's in the town side or down on in Narrabah? Well, actually, we had um, we lived by the river, so we were like oh, yeah. a k and a half north of Margs, and Dad had his surfboard shaping factory there. Oh, sick! Yeah, that so would be Tony Hardy, the um, the Hardy surfboards, mate. I yeah. remember the sign. I still remember the sign. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was an awesome place to grow up and. I just remember kind of a lot of time down in the bush. Yeah, sick. Yeah, and like chasing tadpoles and catching things in the river mainly and just hanging out a lot of time by myself, which I really enjoyed down in nature. Yeah, right. I reckon that kind of was a lot of, crafted a lot of who I am now. There's early formative years down on the river, you know. Yeah, that's right. Just a dream. And like we had three and a half acres and a lot of it was like fruit trees. Oh, sick. So the hardy kids, we'd like ride home from school. School on our pushies down this gravel road. And Had your own BMX gang with Oh, Laura, mate, there was a BMX gang, all right. And <laughs> then we'd, we'd be set free to forage in the back, yeah, in the back it. garden. Yeah. And there was always like apricots or um, peaches or locusts or nectarines. There was always something to, yeah, right. to eat. Like my dad was a master gardener. Was so he? he was pruning stuff and he'd have, you know, different species on the same tree. And yeah, oh, it, was, right. it was a really, really beautiful way to... Um, to grow up, wow, sounds yeah, like really cool. Oh, it was, and, it was really yeah. good, and um, yeah, no, that was that was good. And you know, my dad would get up in the dark, and he'd go down the beach, and so, quite often I'd go down with him. I was just 
absolutely fanatical about fishing when I was little. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'd like be out in the reef holes and margs with a hand line. Oh, yeah. Trying to catch anything that would have. At, at main break. At, at main break, yeah. I remember yeah. climbing. Are you even allowed to fish there these days? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's great fishing. Yeah. I still love it. Oh, but I know in yelling up, you're not allowed to fish in Lagoon. Yeah, no, you're allowed to fish margs Lagoon. It's pretty okay. fishy, mate. It's like Is a little it? salmon hospital as well. Yeah, it's pretty similar to okay. Yell's Lagoon. Yeah, cool. And um, I remember climbing down the cliff because you used to have to kind of climb down like at Mark's before stone. the stairs yeah I remember yeah. it was a gravel car park like long way back when I was just a wee little tucker yeah. classic um, mate that sounds epic um, and when you um, so you're down there and you're frothing and, and you're fishing when did did your old boy like push you into the waves or did you want to get into the waves or uh, I don't know I was I, I was just so frothed out on fishing ads he just yeah. like a, just a freaking beer overflowing but <laughs> the old boy he totally just did us in and bought us boogie boards mate yeah right classic yeah i remember like from beach life surf shop Lindsay thompson yeah he was like yeah these are good to start on and he got us a max 77 like oh, I, remember, I remember them yeah they you were know sick. Yeah, mike stewart max 77 yeah yeah and like the orange bottom and the yellow and like, yeah. i remember first ones are pretty crap they're like, pretty bananaed out mate <laughs> but um that was oh in fact before that we actually the first wave I ever caught would have been on one of those old lilos. You know, the, the mats, oh, the yeah. surf mats? Air mats, yeah. Yeah, at Rivermouth. And I remember Dad pushing us in and we're there. It was like a probably an afternoon like today. Oh, yeah. Tropically and like two-foot river. And we we're just getting the white water in thinking it was Sick. totally rolling. Oh, that's weird. So I went from, from the mats, the surf mats, which I believe mum used to surf on, oh, yeah. to the boogie boards. So yeah. boogie boarding was like, that was the first big move in the surf for us. Yeah, sick. Did you ever, um, your property went onto the river. Did you ever do the old jump in the river and get take down to the river mouth or are you too far away for oh, that? Oh, mate, did we ever? Did you? We are. I tried it once. I was with this guy, this guy called Graham Harley. He was like um, the school Devo and my best mate. And, uh, <laughs> Devos are always the oh, best mates. Oh, yeah. He just was always, there was always action around Harley. <laughs> Whenever the police turned up, I disappeared. But uh, anyway, so we... We blew up a rubber boat, mate. One day the river was flooding, yeah. like full-blown flood. Like yeah, you, right. I haven't seen a flood at the river no, like that. It doesn't rain as much, mate. Anymore, like tw- I reckon twenty-five years ago was the last time I saw. It was yeah. over the traffic bridge at. Wow. Yeah, like going into town there. Crazy flooding. Yeah. And we're like, oh my god, let's blow up a raft <laughs> and we'll go to river mouth. Sick. <laughs> so we did it. We blew this raft up. We launched in the river. You know how far we got? How far, mate? Like a hundred meters. And we just got pushed straight to this branch of the tree and the tree went straight through the raft and popped it. <laughs> and we're that lucky not to drown. No way. Raging yeah. current. Raging, yeah, mate. Freezing water probably. Never thought of it again. No, just that was it. it. <laughs> That's classic. Yeah, right. So, mate, um, I was going to ask you where your first wave was. So you sort of answered that with, uh, yeah. it was always going to be Rivermouth, wasn't oh, it? River. Like well, these days it might be any G's, you know. Inside Grunches is pretty good for the yeah, kids. But back then it wasn't even a thing. Nah, no, no, one, no one ever went there. No, nah, that's right. And, um, mate, so can you remember the first time you got clean face then? As opposed to oh. a bit of white water. Mate, I don't know about clean face, but I remember my first tube. Okay. I remember the first time getting tubed was at Rivermouth again. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah, and it was like this close-out bank kind of going left. And I remember just pulling in and just watching like that cylinder go over on the boogie board. And um, that was, yeah, that was must have been when I was probably like, I mean, like twelve or something. So not that that young ads. I reckon yep. we didn't. I didn't really get out of fish like full fish killer mode till about eleven. <laughs> 
Yeah. Were your brothers in the in the fish killing with you or? Nah, they were so soft. Were they? Yeah, like so Josh Josh and I it was interesting, like when you've got twin younger brothers. Yeah. The um all the attention goes to them, right? Right. So I really feel like they were wrapped up in cotton wool, those little cobbers. <laughs> and I was just left to fend for myself. And my right. mum would agree with that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh like me and Harley, we'd just get like dropped off at Friday afternoon at Rivermouth. We'd walk to Killies with our rubber boat and our fishing gear and yeah, you know, right. Mum would like pick us up at Sunday afternoon, and I was always hitching to the beach. Oh, wait, just stay down there all weekend? Oh, fully. Well, like, yeah. Sleep in the dunes or something? Oh, mate, I slept in the dunes all summer one summer. I <laughs> did. You? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> oh, that sounds sick. Yeah, it's like what, it was... what did you have in there? Like, what did you oh, have a sleeping bag? No, I had a duvet. Or... I just like get in the duvet. Just, had... just a blanket, basically. Yeah, it was like when I was sixteen. Like it was like you know between year I think year eleven and twelve just. There was a whole load of guys down from Perth, and there was girls, and yeah, just sleeping in the dunes. It was the best, just best for a whole summer. summer. Sick. Oh. Did you have any, any like uh, cooking or anything like that, or were you just sort of? Nah, I remember eating it? cold beans out of tins and yeah, all that kind of grommety stuff. I'm yeah. sure I wasn't there all summer, but it felt like it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely braised steak and onions. Oh, and then yeah. we'd go down and camp at Budge, and ah, oh, sick it's a dream. That's classic. Wow, that does sound like a. So yeah, great time, man, to be to be growing up around Margies in that you know probably late eighties era as a teenager. Yeah, early it was like mid eighties, yeah, yeah, mid eighties, and it was really good timing too, like because we were on the lids. Yeah, and like when we started surfing box, I remember the first time we surfed the box. Yeah, we paddled out after school. Yeah, me and Bernie Ross and. Santana, who's got the wood-fired bread place in Margs, I think, was there. Okay. And it was like, you know, three foot and glassy, just like today. And yeah. just felt like, you know, felt like we are at the pipeline for the first time. Oh, yeah, So sure. exciting. No man. one out there? No one out there. There was never anyone out there. We'd always, <laughs> you know, go out there and, God, it was just such classic times. Yeah, that's epic. Yeah. Um, mates, on that uh, body world, I was waiting to bring it up, but I could bring it up many times, but uh, Ant-Man... Um, dobbed you in and and um he he's he's claiming uh with jest but uh obviously a slice of truth he reckons that in his day he just remembers you as being the only booger around and this wasn't any boogie boarding around and he said you're always just crazy charging on the boogie this is probably in your you know teenage years obviously later teenage years and he's just like mate he was just charging just got respect from everyone but he's blaming you for all the boogers that came after. Oh, that's guilty, <laughs> guilty. And you know, like... He's just like, mate, he was ripping to get any pits. No one was ever on boogers. Everyone watched Gene Hardy frothing out. And then next minute, the place is joints full of boogers. So You know, I'm going to place... I'm actually going to shift the blame ads. Oh, yeah? Who too? My brother. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, come on. Ryan Oss is way better. Yeah, but you were before him, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was before him. You paved I, the way. I paved the way for Rhinos yeah. for sure, but I'm a, I'm pretty contrarian, Anzi, yeah. so I was <laughs> loving the boogs, and as soon as there was too many boogs, I just peeled out. Yeah, right. Jumped yeah, on like the stand-up. Oh, yeah, I jumped on the stand-up at about 18. Yeah, right. That's pretty yeah. late, you know, really. Yeah, probably, for, eh? For considering how well yeah. you surf now, no, I, I guess. So. But, um... but Yeah, no, I, I, it would have been like when I was at Nalu, like boogsing's not that fun at three foot two but it's amazing to surf, yes, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'd just be surfing every day and then yes, I was yeah. like, hang on, this rules. What am I, what am I kind yeah. of thinking? Plus you're a goofy footer and you're exactly. like, oh, this and I, is I, I really didn't, wasn't very good at going left on a boogs. Okay. I'm way rather go right. I think I actually bent my back. I got told by a physio my back was bent from too much booging to the right. <laughs> you know, like you think about right. Norse, box, yep. gas, it's all right. It's 
you yeah, know? Yeah, I sucked yeah. going left and I hated it. Yep. So to surf going left was so much better. Oh, epic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but no, epic. Ant-Man's got a point. I reckon <laughs> I'm pretty guilty. <laughs> he reckons you were charging and uh, he was loving it. But uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Worth mentioning. All right, well, mate, let's... Um, yeah, dial it back a bit. So, well, maybe not that much back, but uh, in those early years, who were your peers? Who were you frothing out surfing with? And were you looking up to anyone and going, oh, I want to surf? I guess if you were the, one of the first boogers, you weren't really looking up to many boogers around. Yeah, were you? Nah, we didn't really, like, we were just a posse of us yep. that were pushing it, you know. There was a photographer called Shane Guthrie. Oh, yeah. Um, he's like vintage surf images. Oh, Have you right. seen him yeah, on Insta? I've, yeah, I'm, I've followed that yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, sick. Margaret so, River vintage surf yeah, yeah, yeah. photos so or Gussie, something like that. Gussie was thick in the mix. So there was yeah. like Gussie and um, and Bernie Ross and um, and there was, my, you know, Josh was kind of there a bit and then Ryan was there a bit and there was like this core little booger crew. Yeah, and like we rode to North Point one night. God, that was funny. Like we'd Marcus. ride everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one night we were riding to, to surf box and we we'd always set off at 3 a.m. Like, with that frothing ads. <laughs> oh, and and we had the boogie boards. Like, they used to get these epic moray boogie bodyboard back, covers. Yeah, the, the backpack, backpack thing, I remember. I, I used yeah. to ride around in Perth with oh, one, mate. Oh, good with that. Yeah, that was awesome. And anyway, we're riding. Except the wetsuit in the back on the yeah, way yeah, home. Yeah, 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 with the drip. pocket. That's yeah, why it's dripping it, in oh, legs. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're riding to the, we're riding, it's like dark, and we're on the road, like, flying around. And, and this car came over, took it, and just skidded to a stop and stopped us. And he's like, and it was, must have been a guy after the pub. And in fact, it was one of the Keeble boys. They're like big footy guys. Like, oh my God, we're going to get beat up. He goes, oh, you guys, are you Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> and we're like, whoa, yeah, we're the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I'll never forget it. It was so funny. It was so With the big shell out. on the back. Oh, definitely. Like, so so you ran with that one for a bit. We ran you? with that there. That was yeah. awesome. But um, so that was the main crew. And then the main guy surfing at the time that we looked up, like it was Shero. Yep. So just above me, like one year older than me, were Buzz and Shero. Yeah, right. Like you know, Buzz, Paul Morosky. Yeah, I've heard. So the name Buzz and Camel were like they were like the the gods of surfing. Yeah, right. Like I remember, like in year six, I was at swimming lessons, and I got to tell you, Adzi, in year six, I was like a little fat kid. Were you? Oh yeah. Well, you're a nugget of a man you, now. You got you, really wide yeah, shoulders, did, but and, it, and you're quite chunky, but yeah, fit. It was, it was you're not fat. I was bulging, mate. Yeah. I was fishing and just loved sweets. And, and I remember just cowering under a towel, just hiding my gel, gelatinous belly. Yeah, right. And watching Buzz catch waves on a foamy at Narrabup because it was a swimming carnival and everyone was just worshipping this guy who could catch, was ripping on this foamy. Yeah, right. And it never occurred to me that I'd even surf at that point because I was just so into fishing. Yeah, right. But um, yeah, so Buzz, Camel, Shero, they were like the, the demigods of surfing and we yeah. were just the really uncool bodyboarders and I kind of liked that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, all that, mate, I definitely remember... Um, you know, in the mid nineties and the and the my age group, I remember a lot of the the bodyboarders, mate, they liked that fact that everyone didn't like them or Definitely. They, you know, what about like, the tension area? Yeah, so that, that's right, they're the guys I'm talking about. That, that got guys. too popular. That's why I had to well, it wasn't yeah. why I had to peel out, but I'm definitely contrarian and tension was huge. Yeah, like, it was. I've got to flick it flick it back at Ant Man. It was the tension guys that blew it up. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was it was massive and like Chris White was a guy who who did the t- yeah, that's right. You yeah, know, he's still around doing different bits and pieces, but yeah. that was a huge movement. And uh, you know, they were just taking, they were just ripping off um, the whole um, 
jackass. The jackass thing, that's yeah. right, and just boogie boarding it. But it was yeah. kind of new and it was cool. And it was pretty funny. They yeah. did some radical stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Brett and Ryan, my brothers, were in the thick of it. That's when it really exploded. But we were kind of the, the guys before that, and we were way uncooler than them. Yeah. We were so uncool, so yeah, they, dirty. They thrived on it. They were like, we're the outcasts. Oh, we know? were. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't have a girlfriend until year 12, mate. I was that nerdy. I just couldn't <laughs> give a shit either. I just wanted to go fishing and boogie <laughs> that's boarding. Classic, yeah. Man. I always remember one of those tension um, videos, you know, they did little skits and they were like the bottom turn and they had one of their mates um, with their yeah, ass. Yeah, turning, turning the wheel of the car. Yeah, How dri- good was that? Dri- driving along the road oh. with his ass on the wheel and yeah. turning around the corner with his oh. bum. I was like, oh, that was pretty good. So clever. <laughs> pretty funny. But um, yeah, cool. So, mate, what about, was it in those early years, was there ever any, any rivalry with your brothers surfing or was it all just love and froth? Or did you sort of try to outdo each other a bit? Or? Nah, there was like minimal rivalry, I reckon. Yeah, cool. Because it's really interesting. Like, Brett and Ryan, obviously my younger brothers, and, and Ryan, he was always super sporty. He was always coordinated. He was that guy who was just yeah. a sports guy. Yeah, right. And like, I, even when I was body, when you know, I got the cover of Riptide and stuff, I looked like a, a just a fat Down Syndrome <laughs> bus driver. Let's face it, right? Whether he was like, had the Mike Stewart physique and, yeah. and Brett... Brett had that as well, and they were so clever that Brett started surfing straight away. Yeah, right. Ryan bodyboarded Brett surf, so there was no rivalry. Yeah, yeah. And Good I move, was yeah. bodyboarding at the start. So me and Ryan kind of hung out, went to some nationals, and then I kind of flipped over to surfing, and then I kind of, in my later years, probably hung out with Brett surfing more. Oh, yeah. And Josh was just gone from a really young age. Like, he went to Bunbury to uni. Oh, yeah. And he's pretty much colloquially known as the Forgotten Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, did he, does he surf or...? Nah, not really. Not really? Nah, yeah, he's yeah. a legend. He, you know what? He was the classic, um, he do everything, master of none, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Jack not, of all trades. Jack of all trades. Yeah. He did karate, he did golf, he bodyboarded, he surfed, he yeah. probably had a stamp collection, loved listening to rap, you yeah. know, but he was into it. <laughs> and he was a legend for that, but he yeah. never he never kind of got fixated on one thing like, like us. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and mates, uh, well, let's quickly talk about uh, uh, the twins. Um, I mean, Ryan, did he ever win a world title? He was a renowned as one as the the best, if not the best, bodyboarder for a good few years there in the I, world, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, mate, he had the best style. Still does. He's still really a pro bodyboarder, as I yeah, reckon. Like he? he's still got his bodyboards and he's got his um, reflex wetsuit brand. He's still he's still doing it. Yeah, okay. Um, but he was lives all... in Bali now, doesn't he? No, he lives actually he lives in Pottsville. Oh, where's that? Northern New South Wales. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So he moved over there a couple of years ago. He was working with, with me for a while. Yeah. Um, but he's what's so amazing about Ryan is that he's he was amazingly talented, really focused and fit, but super humble. Yeah. You right. know, and yeah. like I remember when I remember when his contract got slashed or even maybe dropped by Billabong and stuff, and he went he went packing shelves at night at, at Woolies. Yeah, right. No worries. Boom, doing yeah. it. Friends yeah. with everyone there. Yeah. And and it was just like, Because, I mean, yeah. the money was never in bodyboarding, nowhere near as much as surfing, obviously. Oh, definitely not like multi-million dollar contracts. Like, let's just let's just say he doesn't have that, you know, the round house overlooking rabbits. Yeah, <laughs> but right. But he's got a pretty crit patty, I reckon. Oh, yeah. what, so what he did he got, okay out of it? He did right. He yeah, did okay. pretty well, and he, he's got... His wife was really astute as well. Oh, yeah, and cool. Yeah, he did pretty well. He oh, was smart good. with his money, for sure. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. And, yeah, but, and he won some big comps and... He Stuff did. Like you know that. what? He got second in the world at least a couple of times. And oh, yeah. it's really interesting ads. Like, I never forget. I'll never forget watching. 
He was winning the world title race. Yeah. And it all came down to pipe. Yeah, right. Just like it does now. Like it does, right? yeah. It does. Sick. And for the pipe comp, I had a projector set up. Yeah. Freaking like life-size on the wall. And Working. it was a 10-foot pipe. Yeah. And the problem was the comps didn't have priority, mate. Oh, didn't they? The comps didn't have priority. And in the final, he got to the final. If he'd won that, yeah. world title party, yeah. right? Yeah. In the final, I know it was Jeff Hubbard. I'm pretty sure it was Mike Stewart, Ryan, and another Hawaiian. So three Hawaiians. Three Hawaiians. Fucking nothing. You're done. You're done. You're done. Cooked. Yeah. Lucky you didn't get beaten up for good measure. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> probably Kanoa McGee with the other guy. Yeah. But, um, you know, Hub's amazing. And I'm not taking yeah. anything away. Maybe no, we no, won anyway. Just, yeah. but, but in my mind, like, I think had it been the priority, like the priority system's phenomenal. It's yeah. nothing better like watching comps and priority. Yeah, because like, it takes it, out that 80s element of just... Paddling and snaking. And it was there, mate. Just the best surfer there. wins, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. no, Ryan never got one, but he was second a few years and definitely the style master. Yeah, sick. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, um, yeah, have a sip there, mate. That's all good. Um, have you Loving the monkey. cheeky monkey ginger beer, mate. This yeah, is going it's out Um and mate, uh, the other twin Brett, he uh, he was state champ a couple of times, and I think Brett might have been Aussie champ. Brett was Australian was champ, yeah, was yeah, yeah. yeah right. Brett was Brett and I had um, some really great times. I'll never forget driving to Nalu with Brett and Josh Castleton. You remember the Castleton? I remember the name, yeah. Yeah, it was fan. He's such a good bloke, and um, yeah, I think we did maybe like a month at Nalu that trip, and that oh, was yeah. one of the you know one of my best trips. That was nineteen ninety seven. Oh yeah, 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 and. Um, yeah, Brett and I did a lot of kind of time, and we'd always film each other, you know. There'd be like the four. Or, yeah, Josh was in there in the early days, and we'd all take it. We had a bit of a system, mate. Oh, would yeah. be like... Tell me. Yeah, so you'd have to film for half an hour. So yeah. if you film for half... There's four brothers. Yeah. If you film for half an hour, then you'd get filmed for an hour and a half. Yeah, that's right. It's a pretty good deal, yeah, mate. it's a good deal. Yeah. It was a good deal, but... Mate, always one brother would stuff it up and not come in. You know, like, I remember chasing, I think it was Josh up the beach, just wanting to beat him senseless because he just wouldn't come in. I'm like, come on, come in. The waves are pumping. Yeah. Yeah. But I actually, you know, it was credit to my mum. She bought a video camera way back in the day. Early days. Way early. Yeah. And that was the difference. That is why Ryan got to that level because... Because we could put the time in filming, yep. and Ryan was just so analytical, mate. He'd sit in the in the the uh, slunt box we'd call it, which is their like hidey hole, their shed, yeah. just watching himself studying, watching the best guys. And he was so analytical because he had the opportunity with the video camera. Yeah, but right. mate, the hardy sessions at say, particularly Budge, were just priceless. Were they? It was so yeah. good. Wow, that sounds unreal. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Shero mentioned something to me about. Um, yeah, how you guys were just always filming and you'd just spend like all day at the beach. The, oh. Your mum would drop you off and you'd just be all day wetty wearers just for years. So funny because my girls, like Willow and Oliver, such all day wetty wearers. Yeah. Like they just refuse to get out of them like, if it's a comp or anything. But it was like um, definitely, definitely like that in the day. I remember multiple times I've surfed all day a bit North Point. And I'd see mum in the car park and I'd just be like, nah, I'm not coming in. I'd see her like driving up the hill and I'd be like waving, just like grinning and waving. She'd be like, fuck, stop here, Gene. And I'd just hitch home, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Loved it. Loved it. So, Gene, is that you, Gene? 
Nah, that's just Jean. Yeah, up Jean. yeah. Yep. I this is this is this could be getting in trouble, but I believe oh. that Mum kind of had a crush on some American surfer <laughs> called no Jean. Yeah, yeah, and he used to tear at North Point. No way. No kidding. I wow. have to. I have to. I have to dig oh, deeper there. But that's yeah. So it's just Jean. But it's interesting whenever someone goes, oh, I've met someone. Hey, what's your name? I go, yeah, it's Gene. And I go, oh, Jim, how are you? I'm like, yeah, Jim, it's Jim. Yeah, whatever. Jim, yeah. or sometimes Jane, whatever. Jane. Just, like, just on the phone, I'm just like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Well, no one can ever understand Adzi on the phone. So whenever I ring up the local shop and ask for a burger. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's Adzi. And they're like, who? Adzi, who? And I'm like, Fat Tony. And they're like, oh, yeah, no worries. So <laughs> it's, I just call myself... Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go by Jim. I think. (laughs) Sweet, and um, mate, back back to Brett, uh, Australian champ. uh, Yeah, Rodnest. You won it at Rodnest, did he? Which has got such relevance because the WSL are there. They're going there. They've probably been there by the time they need to call him in for a coaching gig. I know. He'd be frothing. Maybe big goofy footer. Yeah, so he would have bloody competed at Stricko's heaps, wouldn't he? I reckon. Yeah, lucky bugger, eh? Because I don't. Do they still go out there? For what? the state rounds? I don't think so. No, I haven't heard for for nah. a while. They used to. Um, yeah, they used to go there all the time. I know. Yeah, sick fun wave. I know. You surf Rotto much? Mate, I've had some great trips out to Rotto. Yeah, cool. Sleeping in board bags, fending oh, off quackers. Just, yeah, mate, oh, you just love sleeping love, in the dunes, I don't love, you? I love it. <laughs> sleeping and pooing in dunes is, is two passions, definitely. <laughs> as long as you bury it, which I know you do. You have because, to, yeah, because yeah. Because you once made a documentary or something. I remember that, like... You played it down at Caves. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I was think down it was there. called. It was, a, um, it was a while ago, and yeah, it was about the economic right. looking after environmental looking after the footprint of, yeah. of surfers. And yeah, well, I was I was um, president of Surf Rider Foundation for a while as well. Oh right, definitely into looking after the beach. But yeah, honestly, there's a little silver bush, um, and it, it smells really good down the beach. And Jesus, good toilet paper. Yeah, is it? That's not the one that smells like weed, is it? Nah. You know that one every now and then you walk yeah, past? Yeah, that's like, the wee-wee bush, I reckon. Nah, <laughs> this one smells like it's just like, it's like ready-scented, all soft. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's, a, it's a gift from the man above yeah, is it? to everyone who needs to turn in the bush. Oh, okay. Interesting. In the, in the, in I always bring my own paper and a shovel, but I'll... Nah. Yeah, nah, 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 the natural stuff. You break a few off, get it all ready. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, mate, and um, I know, uh, sort of semi still on Brett. I know he's won the Margie's Classic there. I got a Margie's he's Classic. Won it a couple poster. Of times. He's won it a couple oh, of times. Yeah. Have you ever um, competed? I'm sure you competed in the Classic. Have you ever got a title there? Well, to be honest, Ads, I've never won much on a surfboard because I'm not that great. But I did, I did win a didgeridoo from Lindsay Thompson. Oh. For the best tube of the Classic. Really? The first time I ever went in it. Wow. I know. From Lindsay too. From Linz, I know. Rest really, in peace, got... uh, an old surfing know, legend mate. from WA. Well, I worked for Linz at Beach Life. Oh, okay. Yeah, Linz, yeah, Linz, and, Linz and I, like, you know, we did a lot of time together. He was classic, mate, and Helen. And, yeah. And it's fantastic, Neil, at, at Rip Curl Margs is, you know, supporting the daughter. So it's still in the family. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I won the, the best tube of the, the classic when I was like, oh, and just switched over from bodyboarding to surfing. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Got a didgeridoo. Awesome. Yeah, that's classic, oh, mate. Um, so you didn't compete much, but um, Shero dobbed you in for a funny one here. Oh, that, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Love Shero. <laughs> he reckons that you guys are all up doing some comp in Scarborough. Oh, this is the I know where this you is know going. where it's going. Yeah, yeah, I know. Where uh, it's going. And, and it was a team thing, yeah, and, yeah. and you had a bad heat. Tell oh. me, tell me what happened, Gene. Well, 
you're letting the team down. Uh, I, I'm pretty um, I'm by my, my my harshest critic, as I'm sure a lot of people are. And yeah, I think I was the anchor man for the teams comp, and I hadn't done a lot of teams comp and comp, and it was probably the first one I went to. Yeah, and um. You know, I was used to Budge where you'd go out and you'd will a peak to come, Adzi, and I swear it would come. Yeah. And you'd just go sit somewhere, watch it for a while. Anyway, this this they were surfing this this right bank in the city and I thought, Oh, I'm gonna go surf this left. I'm sure there's a couple there. Never came and I'm sure that I lost for the team and I was so disappointed in myself. I came in and just gave myself a swift punch to the head. It was in front of all the boys. In front of the boys. Cheryl's claiming it was the best punch he's ever seen anyone do, and he said it was on yourself. Yeah, I know. That must have been a big punch. Well, if you're going to punch someone, you might as well punch yourself, because then you don't get in trouble. (laughs) Did you get a black eye or a blood nose or anything? No, I'm pretty tough. Yeah. (laughs) It was hard, too. It was a big punch from uh, what Cheryl reckons. Yeah, yeah. I'm pr- I'm pretty passionate about a lot of things, and yeah. letting the team down is different to having a crap heat yourself. Though, yeah, for that's, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, I felt I definitely. He, he reckons they all still reference it, like. Yeah, you know, I know it's talked yeah, about, yeah, and I'll own like, it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's a bit of fun. I, I don't recommend it though. Like, no. I'm not definitely not suggesting to any grommets to take a team's event that seriously. Yeah. So you you won't be. I mean, your daughters are uh, are looking like they're going to oh. like, get pretty competitive, and you're their coach. Mate, you're not going to be recommending them to take a swipe at themselves. You know, I've learned. <laughs> I, you wouldn't imagine going back with what you know now. At yeah, I know. You yeah. know, like. Like, and you realise that each heat and each comp is just a teeny-weeny piece oh, of this yeah. huge, long, yeah. long fabric time of, yeah. of surfing. And and once you realise that, it's so empowering, hey. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we miss a comp, we miss a comp. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. if, we, if you get an epic surf down the coast, it's 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 more important, you know? And yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's interesting. But, you know, you're only a grommet once and... Yeah, yeah I own the, I'll own that one. Yeah, <laughs> classic. So yeah, so you never were big on the on the comps then. Oh um, no, I liked I comps. I just yeah. wasn't that good at it. <laughs> if you've lost as much as me, you get yeah. really good at losing, and eventually you just have to. You yeah. know, like the top guys just end up. You know, like let's say Shero, he's still doing comps. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because he always wins them, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be more fun. If well, it's got to be more fun if you're like me and you're losing. You eventually, you get sick of that. Yeah, yeah. bloody oath. Yeah. I, like, I love them. I, yeah. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the comps and um yeah if only i was better <laughs> <laughs> mate if i was only i was better i'd actually go in one but yeah. uh mind you you here's a little snippet all my uh barrel surf podcasters would would uh already know this the listeners because i bang on about it all the time but uh mate i'm actually the reigning champ of the single fin division at the Margaret River Classic. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. I've got one for you then. You ready yeah. for this? It's by totally by default though. I won't go into the... Uh, nah. It's because it's never run again since. Well, because well it was just no, claim no it. I've, mine's oh, I'm similar. claiming it. I got so, a check from the Margaret River Board Riders to, that year for 100 to, bucks. To I'm to like, hey, that's, that's official. Right. I should have kept it. That's I wish incredible. I didn't cash it in. Well, <laughs> you may or may not realise this, yeah. but I am a world champion. At what? Wooden belly boarding. Wooden belly boarding. Wooden belly wow. boarding. Yeah, <laughs> I won the, tell me more. the coveted title back in two thousand and three. Yeah, at Chapel Porth Beach in England. What the fuck is that? What the fuck are you talking about, mate? I, <laughs> it, it is riding a slab of wood. Yeah, much right? like this coffee table here. It's kind of like a coffee table. It's much narrower. Yeah, and and honestly, they have a competition. It's the World Wooden Belly Board, and you ride the belly board. And most people just ride 
the white water yeah. on their wooden belly board. Yeah, and you've right. got to be in like in in costume from the th- from the you know the fifties, right? So you're in England in freaking freezing water in your boardies. No way. Yeah, the average age is about seventy. Yeah, it's about seventy. <laughs> and I happened to be working at Chapelporth Beach for the national tr- for the National Trust. Yeah. I was actually uh, managing a car park, a coastal car park in yeah. Cornwall, England. And this contest was on, and um, and I, I went in it, and they had never seen someone pull a barrel roll on a no way, you just blew I, my I pulled out the old um, the old bodyboarding moves, no mate, way. and I won the world championship. Oh, no shit, they would no have freaked shit. out. Oh, I know, so I can claim it. Oh, Wait, Ryan it. never did it, but I did. So there is a hardy world champ but after it, all. This is it. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't tell a lot of people, but no, that's gold. Uh, I'm, I'm glad we got that inside scoop. That's <laughs> mate, that's going. Down in the records of Barrel Turf Podcast forever. Yeah. World champ, mate. They 70-year-olds riding Whitewater must have fucking freaked out oh, when I you just started be. busting out all this shit. They're like, what the well, hell it, is this kid doing? I know. Well, it was just this freakish day where it got really high tide and, and chapels often breaks way out and it's just Whitewater. Because they got crazy tides there, don't they? Great eight-meter tides oh, ads. Right, but out. the finals, it was like this unbelievable coincidence of conditions that made like a shorey. Hosaka right. style shorty. No way. And I'm not kidding. I like dropped in and like scooped it up into like a semi pit and then just busted the wooden belly board straight out the top for a barrel <laughs> That's roll. Sick. And when I landed this thing, this this roll, I swear to God, this granny's her false teeth fell out in surprise. <laughs> she was that shocked. She was my fiercest competitor. And I knew I had it. I knew I had it in that point. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, that yeah. sounds epic, it man! That's well, a hell story. Yeah. I'm glad we got that one out yeah. of you. That's unreal. Do you know about weaver fish? No, tell me. In Cornwall, mate, one of the most horrific injuries is these weaver fish, right. and it often inflicted on world on um, belly borders. Yeah, and they're these little fish like a cobbler that sit in the sand. No, and you step on them, they like it's like a hypodermic needle just jams this poison in your foot. Oh. Same remedy as a cobbler. So you'll go down the beach. And there'll be like 10 dudes sitting there with their feet in boiling Hot water, water. Yeah, to, right. to, to offset the weaver fish sting. Oh, man. And yeah, I just remember like that comp, like a couple of my, my closest kind of rivals were sitting there just weaving on the beach. <laughs> 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 I was going, oh, go the weavers. Shit. It's, such a, it's such a funny surfing culture, England, mate. I loved it. I yeah, had such right. a good time. Well, yeah, well, I was going to ask you about over there. So, well, mate, since we're... We're talking about it. Um, yeah, tell me, how did you end up there? Well, what was the deal? Just well, just early twenties, traveling the world. I'm I'm guessing. Nah, it was no? chasing girls, mate. Oh, it's even better. Come on, <laughs> my, um, chasing girls and doing yeah. barrel rolls on slabs of Jarrah. My my wife Sunny was from was from England. She grew up in the north in the uh, northeast, like way away from the coast. But then as a teenager, she went down and lived in Cornwall. Yep. That's, that's the surf there. central of, yeah, of England, isn't awesome, it? Yeah, awesome, mate. Awesome culture. And, uh, you know, like a year or so after kind of, you know, getting together here, she was like, why don't you come back and check out England and we'll check out Europe? And I was like, heck yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And so this I ended up... kid from the bloody bush blocks of Margaret oh, River going to Europe. I know. Like, well, people are like, mate, you're not... it's the same as when I said I was going to go to uni in Perth. You know, people are like, oh, you're not going to last two minutes up there. Yeah. Loved it. Got my yeah. degree. People, you know, I'm going to England. Well, oh, you're not going to last. What are you going to do without the ocean? I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's surf there. Had an absolute ball, lads. Yes, yeah, loved it. There's actually some good waves there, and and even better, there's an amazing culture. Such, like, I feel like it's my second home still. Yeah, right. 
And oh. in fact, my uh, my family genes, my family like ties go back to Cornwall. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah cool. Well, wow. so and I went and ate at the uh, Trevenon pub, and yeah. my like my mum's family is the Trevenons, and it goes oh, right. right back to there. Got your own pub. I know. Sick. <laughs> Can't and, get any better. I know. And uh, mate, did you did you ever get good waves there? Every now and then oh. on um, like no. carvemag.com yeah. or whatever you see the odd odd day. I had sick waves, mate. Did like, you? Yeah, I had really good waves. Like that place, Chapel, where I worked manning the car park. Yeah. Occasionally, that'd get like good. It's powerful, good, powerful waves. Really? It's the funniest thing, though. Like, we take it for granted that when you look and you see a break that's breaking and looks good, that, you know, you get your wedding and you get out there and you have a surf, right? Yeah. If you rock up to the car park in England yeah. and see a good wave, yeah. you're too late. Really? Yeah, because by the time you get your wedding and get out there, it's dry sand, mate. No way. All the tides come up and it's not breaking. No way. And that was the advantage because I'd sit there in the car park watching all day. I'd know where the banks are. You'd see the bank and it'd be this dry hump. And really? you'd go, oh, I reckon when the tide hits that <laughs> hump, it's going to be sick for like 25 minutes. And wow. sure enough, really? you'd get ready, you'd get out there, bang, and no one else was on it. It was wow, really, really interesting. So could you go and dig your own? You could dig bit? it. You yeah. could. And in fact... I'm pretty sure they've had contests in Europe where it's been like some crappy straight bank and they've got loaders in. Yeah. They've dug a big channel and bush. Tide comes tides in. Tides come in. Hey, presto. Perfect waves. Oh, that sounds it's epic. Re- yeah, it's really, really interesting. That the is interesting. other thing that was interesting was that we were there for the summer and it gets light at 4 a.m. Yeah. or even 3.30 yeah. and dark at 11. Oh, mate, that'll test even the... Most uh, hardiest of hardy Mate. surf frothers, wouldn't it? So i got to tell you, I was there working three jobs. Loving it. Like working yeah. in a surf shop, working at the National Trust, and um, delivering stuff. And I was surfing at least twice or three times a day. Mate, all and day weddy where it really takes on a whole new dimension oh, in those hours, doesn't another it? Another level. Shit. And um, <laughs> we were just frothing out. Sonny had three jobs, you know, my wife. And we, um, we had such a ball and we surfed all the time. But after a few months, you were just exhausted. You were yeah, so right. stuffed. But then I guess on the flip side, you're getting uh, no surfs in winter or whenever it gets shorter. Or, well, you bail. So we'd peel yeah. out. So we did like year after year of going summer and autumn in Margs. Yep. We'd peel out, of, peel out of here at the end of autumn and go to spring in Cornwall, work spring, summer, peel out, come back. Yeah, right. So we did this global like running for like three years. Yeah, sick. And yeah, we kind of cashed up ads in. Did ya? Yeah. Oh, good and on we, you? Yeah. Like on the way back, we'd always have a good time. So one time we went around Europe for three months. Oh, yeah. And um, all the way down to Morocco. That was gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then another time we went down, um, we went up to Ireland for a while, then across to South America for oh, three months. Wow. Did a month on Easter Island. It was just golden times. Yeah, that's you'd, epic. You'd be earning pounds. Three jobs earning pounds, and then you'd go somewhere where you're spending five bucks a day. Yeah, Northern yeah. Peru, for instance. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, all those left-handers. Oh, they're the best. So on all those, uh, you, you, I mean, you brushed over a lot of epic surf traveling right there, but yeah. very quickly, is there any of those, uh, I always like a story where something went wrong on the on the travel. Oh, yeah. How about yeah. this one, then? Uh, yes. It leads into the longest barrel of my life, but let's oh, just sick. start it, Perfect. right? So oh, right. I'm just going to in... put my book down here. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like I'm on. My we're work's in, done. We're in northern <laughs> Peru. Yeah. And my mate, the home my of the long left-handers. Oh, and they're, they're good. Yeah. I, I always thought, oh, they'd probably be pretty crappy, fat, like wobbly, yeah. but no way. Nah. And we're at this one called Pacas Mayo. Okay. And um, you heard of that? No. Ooh, it's amazing, no. Pacas Mayo. And, um, I only know of Chikama, really. Well, and... it's just north of Chikama. So oh. 
Jakarta needs a lot of swell, yeah. but Pacas needs less. Okay. And similar kind of setup. All right. It's El Faro called the Lighthouse, and it peels from the Lighthouse about two k's to town. Okay, so yeah. two k's out. It's Lighthouse, sandy desert, you know, like a dusty outback town. Yeah. And uh, it was a dying swell. It'd be epic for days. And me and my mate Yasha, we got a, a um, what are those things that are like a like a rickshawy bike with a oh yeah, with someone at the front walking it. Yeah, no, they drive it like a motorbike, a little motorbike with a little sled on the back. Oh yeah, a rickshaw, yeah. I think yeah. they're called. Anyway, yeah. we got one of them out to El Faro, and we uh, we went out there, and we we're like, man, it looks a bit average, but there's a couple of ground swell ones left. Paddle out, first wave. I saw, had this huge wall. Oh, wow, it's one of the last ground source sweats. I was too late and I took off on my guts. I went okay. back to the bodyboard. Oh, back to the book. Trying to get around the section. I just couldn't quite, I'm like, ah, useless. Jumped off. Somehow, I'll never know, my board just comes around and just clocks me in the noggin. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I've had a lot of stitches in my head, like yeah. over 50. Yeah, but that right. was one of the most brutal and it was right across the front. Yeah. And, um, I'm just it hasn't stopped your hair from growing. That is nah. a thick mop of afro the, gold the, right But the there. mop that hasn't stopped the stitches either, Andy. <laughs> no. it's, it's not great. <laughs> but anyway, so I've got this board to the head. It was a fin, and it's just opened my mallow up, melon up. There's oh. claret everywhere. Oh, hey. And um, my mate Yash is not great with blood. And I'm like, <laughs> Yash, check this out. And he's like, oh, oh he's we got to get out of here. we got to get out of here now. Like, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so pretty we go isolated in. place. Yeah, and it's just like desert, you know, like coyotes running around and vultures. <laughs> That's all there is. Really? Oh, fully. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, we are got to get a hospital. I'm feeling faint. Like, I'm bleeding out here. It's yeah, out of the wow. head. Yeah, the and, head bleeds uh, a lot. Too. Oh, yeah, so much. Yeah. Anyway, we come, we see a rickshaw in the distance. Like, yes, a rickshaw. So we like, we like, you know, kind of walk fast up to it. And it's some young guy making out with his chick. No. Takes one look at my bleeding melon, yeah. the chick screams, and they drive off. Oh. <laughs> no kidding. I'm like, yeah. Shit. It's like this guy's going to kill us. Fully. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we see another one. Yeah. Same story. So I had to sneak up and get Yasha to like, because he can speak Spanish, and talking. he had to bribe them. No way. Yeah, offer him money. And anyway, I jump in the rickshaw, and there's blood everywhere, and they take me in and, and uh, to our hotel. And the hotel goes, well, you're going to have to obviously have stitches. Yeah. Do you want to go to the normal hotel? I'm at the normal hospital. Was a very expensive hospital. Oh right! Didn't even think for a second. Give me to the expensive one, right? Yeah, I'm the like, expensive oh, one. Yeah, yeah, get me there. Did you now. have travel insurance? Oh, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't have any stitches. Yeah. Anyway, I'm thinking. Oh, I didn't really think about the money. I just wanted to be fixed up properly. Yeah. I get there, mate, and God knows, I, I hate to think what the bad one looked like. Yeah. Because I'm in this room and there's like blood smeared down the walls. Oh, no there's way. like bowls with like hunks of flesh. I'm like, this is horrific. Wow. And this guy, I swear, he stitched up my melon with baling twine. Really? It was so thick, <laughs> black, like rope, just stitched across the top Ooh, of my Frankenstein head. Oh, fully. You know how much it cost? How much? Have a guess. Oh, so it's the expensive one. The expensive one. But obviously South it's America. comical. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, you know, 500 bucks US. 20 bucks. Oh, 20 bucks. <laughs> so I fell out with 20 bucks. I mean, I was undercutting it because yeah, I knew yeah. that it's, a, a, you know, a cheaper but, country, but 500 bucks was still, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe the expensive I mean, one. you can't even I wonder go. what the cheap one costs. Could have been like a, oh, a dollar, maybe. I reckon I would have left with one less leg and a kidney gone. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, uh, you're talking about today, like in Australia, you kind of you get your dog's toenails cut, cost you two grand. Yeah, that's right. You know? We were just talking about. <laughs> my, Let's face my, it. Yeah, my dog uh, oh. getting an injury. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so I'm um, so I'm um, so there I am. I've got like freaking bailing twine in my head, and we 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 head north. We hear these stories of this epic left up around um, just a bit bit down from Mancora. Right. And um, a place called Labidos. Ooh. Ever seen the photos? It's got oil rigs out the back. Right, no. I hadn't heard of it, hadn't heard any anything about it anyway. I went there and, um, mate, it's just pumping like Kira lefts, like honestly oh. incredible for just hundreds of metres grinding down the beach. And it was so much closer to the beach than um, like Chikama and Pacas Mayo and the water was actually warm because it was almost up near like... Um, Galapagos. It was almost in line with Galapagos. Yeah, right. And uh, we just we just had this epic trip there, and I remember just having all these stitches in my head, so I was wearing a helmet. Yeah. And um, the wave at the very tip of the point didn't work that much. It needed a special bank, but as we stayed there a bit longer, it built up, and it had these two big rocks, like killer rocks, and <laughs> you take off behind them if you're really daring and start getting piped right, right in front of them, like wow. Kira-style thick lips, and I'll never forget... I think I got the longest barrel ever there. Yeah. Just pulled in and I was gone and I was gone and the shockies had got me and I was wobbling around and a few more seconds and sections later I actually came out and it was just with a head full of baling twine. No way. No kidding. And the same session, my mate Yasha, who hates the blood, he ended up gouging his uh, Achilles tendon Ugh. and uh, we had to take him to hospital and get no him way. stitched up. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a good trip. Oh, I'd hate to do the Achilles. That sounds evil. Evil, mate. So yeah. bad. Right. And mate, um, so just on that session before we wrap it up, like, so you had your head full of stitches. Yeah. Did you have a helmet on? Did you? Oh, I had a helmet on. So yeah. what did you? Where did you get that from? Oh, did you already have one. Yeah, I, I travelled. We'd actually gone. We'd gone. We'd flown to Chile, and then we'd flown to Easter Island. Oh yeah. Do you know anything about Easter Island? No, but it's in my notes because I remember seeing some footage of you somewhere yeah. or something, and I oh, wanted to mate. ask you about that. So we'll get into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just say I had it for Easter Island. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All so right. I still had it. In my, all my, I had all my gear with me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And was there anyone out at that that hell wave? Was it uncrowded or what mate, was it doing? I, <laughs> I kid you not. There was a guy there called Mr. Chubos. Yes. Mr. Chubos. And he, I reckon Chubos he's still there. I'm Lebedos. sure he's still there getting tubed, right? Yeah. But he owned this like um, like surf camp right in front of the um, right in front of the wave. Excuse the uh, noise here. It's just absolutely bucking it's him down absolutely out, of, out of the shed. Look, mate, let's just pause just yeah. for a second because it's getting pretty noisy. I'm sure it'll pass. And we'll come back to this Mr. Libidos in a second. Let's do that, Antsy. <laughs> Time for another ginger beer, I say. Oh, yeah. All right. Sorry about that, listeners. Welcome back to Barrel Surf Podcast. Uh, mate, just uh, rain started coming down out of nowhere there in the shed. And summer rain, Antsy. You've got yeah. to love a bit of yeah, summer I'd rain, do, hey? mate. Yeah, Offshore, well, summer rain. Yeah, got, got a bit noisy, so we thought we'd just uh, put on a pause and, uh, yeah, refresh everything and, and, and start again. So... Mate, we were in into a pretty epic story about um, getting the tube of life with stitches in your head and all sorts of crazy shit. Your mate chopped his well, Achilles. Was that in the tubing section? Ah, uh, yeah. In the same. Been. So it yeah, wasn't. Well, the, it was his fin as well. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was in that same session as the as your best tube of life. I'm pretty sure it was the same session. Yeah. I know we were, when we were off to hospital, he'd never had stitches before, Ed. Oh, really? I know. Oh, yeah. The Achilles is just oh. such a creeps you out thinking about yeah, it. Doesn't he didn't it? actually slice his Achilles in half as such. Oh, that's it was, good. Yeah. yeah, it was enough to have stitches. Oh, but, but it wasn't a full blown. 
yeah, Oof. added to the yeah. to the but, memories of mate, the session. But it was pretty talk- uncrowded back then, yeah, and particularly uncrowded the week we got there because Mister Chubos, who I was talking about <laughs> before, he just ruled the point, goofy yeah. footer. He he was also pretty entrepreneurial. Oh yeah, you know, like I reckon really good surfers can see opportunities, don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. There's some kind of link there, anyway. Yeah, and this guy put me onto that. But anyway. He um, he owned accommodation right on the point, and the week before we got there, the place had been held up by banditos with machine guns. Oh! And they just taken everyone's money, and people had scrambled. They held Mister Chubos up, even though oh, he was the king. Oh, I don't know if Chubos was there. I've got a feeling he'd he'd slipped out. You know? Yeah, yeah right. But uh, we stayed with Madre and Padre up the point a bit for like two bucks a night. Yeah. And uh, it was classic, mate. Such a good trip. Yeah, right. That's epic. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, mate, on the that was that was a, a good travel trip, and and it actually um I, I always have a question near the end like best this and best that and best tube was in there. So looks like it wasn't ticked... my best. It was the longest though. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you can tell us your best at the there end then. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. That's that's good. Even better. More stories, um, mate. Um, epic travels there. You mentioned um, Easter Island, and and I just remember, I think it was in a an old surf mag or something. I just remember seeing you in, a, in an article surfing Easter Island and it just looked huge and scary looking and windy and empty. And, mate, tell us about Easter Island mate, and surfing there. Well, you know, I don't reckon nothing's changed out there. I might be no. wrong, but we were out there that same trip. Same trip, we went out there for a month. Yep. And my mate who I was talking about, he got his Achilles slashed. He took the photos. Yeah, oh, did so he? He's a great yeah. photographer. Yeah. We actually went with uh, Ramon Navarro. Oh, really? Yeah. This was kind of before. Chile, yeah. That's before right. he was a guru. Well, no, he, well, he was, probably he still was a guru. already a guru, yeah. but he wasn't really that well known. But yeah. Yash actually had a Chilean girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And we'd gone there to catch up with him. And he was like, mate, we've got to go to Easter Island. It's apparently it's like Hawaii was 100 years ago. Yeah. I was like, because, I mean, I'm it sits in. out there in the middle of nowhere and it's copping all those swells that way closer to the source that oh. head up to Puerto Escondido and get 30 foot. Mate. So it's got to get some serious swell out there. Well, right? let me tell you a couple of things. So it's the world's most isolated point. It's it's further from land than any other point on the planet. Really? So, yeah. And it's an oceanic seamount. So yeah. the thing is perched on a, on a volcano that comes straight out of 5,000 metres. Wow. And when you're there, what you don't realise, I was looking at some maps yesterday yeah. that we've got kind of, you know, we've got 50 k's of 100 metre deep water out from us and it definitely yeah. t- it does take the edge off it. Oh, definitely. There, mate, you go out just off the back of that reef is yeah. a k deep. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. So we, we snorkeled and went out to the drop and yeah. it's like, it's from, you know, 10 metres deep you looking down the abyss. Wow. And they reckon that it goes straight to 5,000 metres. Wow, that's and crazy. And so the crazy thing was when we were there, you'd look on like sea breeze. We're using sea breeze and it would say 1.5 metre swell at 15 seconds. Yeah. Mate, it was 8 to 10 foot. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just so big. And not only that, but it was lava. Wow. It's all lava reefs. It was yeah. just freaking so dangerous wow. and so heavy. So powerful. So, just, so And it's so the South powerful. Pacific, man. You're like with just so Brother. much room to move. Oh, you know? I mean, those and swells are getting all the way to California, aren't they? They're the same swells. And yeah. this thing, it's actually the same latitude as Geraldton. Is it? Yeah. So think yeah. about that for a minute. So it's, wow. it's not as high as Tahiti, yep. but it gets near the same swell. Yeah. 
and it's not actually high enough to have a coral fringing reef. Right. So that's why it's got the raw coral. Because Tahiti would yep. be the same. It's an oceanic seamount, but it's warm enough that it's got a coral lining. Yeah, yeah. This thing's just lava. Straight up. And wow. um, I had definitely a session where I got the worst beatings again and again and again. Like eight in a row. Really? Yeah. At this place called Paka, uh, Pakaia. Okay. And it was his left and it was like pipe or something where it just had the most radical takeoff. Yeah. And time and time again, mate, I was just paddling like a maniac trying to get down these like eight or ten footers. Yeah. And nose diving, free falling from the top, oh, jumping out of the lip and just getting absolutely obliterated. That's insane. Yeah. And, and no one out there, I'm tipping. It was just me and Ramon. Wow. And Yash taking photos. Had he surfed all these waves before? Or? Yeah, Ramon, he, he'd been out there a few times. Had he? Okay. Yeah, the Chileans are onto it. Cause it's Chilean. It's a Chilean... Territory. Territory, that's yeah. right. There's only 3,000 people out there, though. So there's yeah. no one. It's like the south coast is the gnarly coast. And it's got this other break, like Papa Tangaroa, which holds like 20-foot riots. But... The problem with it, mate, is like they end on these pinnacles of lava. Wow. You know, like yeah. you look and you're going, you know, like the bombing, you know, bombing at Marg's, the yeah. right, you know yeah. how the right ends on those pinnacles? It's yeah. a bit sus. Yeah. It's like that, but onto the land. lava, mate. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. But perfect waves up until then. Unreal. Anyway, so I had eight crazy wipeouts in a row. And after that, that session, I was sitting out there and I'll never forget this. My mate, Yasha, he'd come out and he said, mate. The soldier that walks away lives to fight another day. Yeah. And I said, you are right. And I just paddled in. Did you? get away. Yeah. Well, I can't oh. believe he paddled out after witnessing that. He must have been, <laughs> yeah, must he's been a, a bit of a guru himself. Oh, he's a hell man in his own right. But yeah. uh, it's funny because the shot that you saw, it was Surfing Life magazine, Yeah, was the next day. Because oh, I had it? too big a board, mate. I couldn't get down. The next day I went, bugger, I'm taking a 6-8 out. Yeah. And I'm going to sit under this thing and just throw myself over. Bang. Yeah, and right. It just all came right. And funny because I got up the next day and I was stiff and so sore and I felt like I'd been run over by a truck. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know if I can surf, but I did some stretching and warmed up and went back out and it just had a dream surf. Yes. And that was a double page in um, Surfing Life. And we also had it published in um, the UK Carve. Oh, yeah. Yep. Stevie ran it there. Studio UK Connections. Yeah. Yep. And then they ran it in. Um, I think maybe Surface Journal as well. So we multi-marketed yeah. that thing out. And oh, sick. It kind of paid for the trip, really. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I still remember it. And yeah. uh, I, it was one thing I remember when I was going in to do this interview with you. I'm like, man, I'd love to ask him about Easter Island because well, you don't see much about it. But mate, I have it, seen a couple um, of snippets of Ramon over the years yes. at a really big, long left, left. hand. So that one. And, that, and, it, and it's, it doesn't doesn't look that big and it looks tubing, like really tubing and perfect. And then you're like, hold, hold on a sec, that's like 12 to 15 yes. feet and it's doing that for like 300 metres. What the hell is that wave? So that one's called Matavari. Right. Okay, is, that's that, what, is that the primo wave, surely? Ah, I reckon it is. So it's really interesting because Matavari is actually runs down the edge of a volcano, mate. A that, live you volcano? know, you, you know, you see the hill. It looks like the bluff, doesn't it? In yeah. the background, that's yeah. a volcano. No way. Yeah, and that was the place that we snorkeled. So we snorkeled yeah. out along the edge. It's a wave cut platform off the edge of this volcano of Matavari. Matavari is a volcano. Wow. Yeah, and um, it needs to be the right swell direction. But it's pretty similar, like up north here, yeah. where southeast is offshore. Oh yeah. And a big, big swell. And I'm not. I know the boys have got it dialed now, but they didn't. It was a long time that they didn't quite know what conditions it needed. Yeah, right. And that thing's incredible, hey? Yeah. What you don't see, though, is that, again, down where the like the end of it should be, yep. there's this 
big blooming like it's like a big point of lava just like right where it should oh, be, man. you know? Like and you can end up in trouble down in there. Oh. So it's the kind of place where everything's almost perfect, but there's just some like twisted sister at the end that's going to kill you. I, it's twisted it looks, sisterville, man. It looks long and perfect, you know, like yeah. in the, the angle that they shoot I there. Know, it's, well, it's they're insane. shooting it off this this weird point that hangs out into it, right? But you know, it's still really long. And we surfed it, we surfed it, but not it wasn't big and pumping. Yeah, yeah. We, we were there for a month though. Yeah, we stayed with a local family, um, and we actually shipped our boards and all our food across from the Chilean man, mainland. Okay. And we rode around on horses and we had like a little kind of bunged up Jeep with no lights and yep. and no panels. And oh, it was amazing, mate. It was right. like, it really was like, I imagine what Hawaii was when the, the uh, just the Polynesians. Crazy. It was incredible. And is is there a lot of waves there? There's a lot of waves. Heaps. And hardly any waves. surfers. There's no one there. No no one at all surfing that you saw apart uh, from you and Ramon? So the north coast yeah. has some way mellower waves. Oh, yeah. You know, like Huzz's style. Oh, yeah. And See, they're popular. Like, yeah, cool. There's, you know, like there'll be eight people out there. Well, that oh, was yeah. when we were there. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was probably 15 years ago, yeah, wasn't exactly. it? Yeah, Probably, yeah. yeah, at least. Yeah. Yeah, about 15. No, you're right, 15 years ago. That's so, yeah. Guess, wasn't it, mate? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it was but a total yeah, guess. If you, ever, if you ever get a chance, it's a great spot to, to stop in. Yeah, yeah, wow, it sounds insane. And do you think there's any do you think there's any wave there that could become like the next big thing? Like, you know, like a Chopu or a or a or a big wave wave or you know, is it it's any- it's really interesting as you just never know, you know. Like I remember being down in Tassie in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. And I heard the whisperings of this place called Shipston's Bluff. Yeah, yeah. And there were these local groms ranting on about how this place holds 20-foot barrels, this and that. <laughs> and like, and oh, I'm man. just like, yeah, thinking it's probably like average gas on a bad day. <laughs> you know, because I've had people tell me things like, oh, Black Point's like as long as South Point and as hollow as North Point and yeah, yeah. all this other thing. Like, yeah, there's always a degree of skepticism. There is, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I was so wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so you just never know until you see it, do you? you yeah. Know? So you didn't see any any whisperings of like, oh, geez, there's a bombing out oh, there. Oh no, there's I suppose a couple... there's no bombings out there. But well, everything's pretty close to the land. There's a couple of spots there that were like would hold anything. They'd yeah, hold right. anything at. Wow. Like I know land that have been there towing back way back in the day. Were they? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it's got yeah, incredible potential and so much swell window. It's offshore on the trades. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's. It, I think it's just so far from anywhere. Yeah, and so gnarly. And, so gnarly. And, and then, mate, guys like Ramon, he's such a hell man. He, he wouldn't be sharing it. He'd be keeping that one for himself, yeah. wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I reckon. That's pretty epic. So, mate, is um, you, you said before that uh, that's where the helmet wearing began. Uh, you still wear a helmet now, and I know you, you get your daughters in helmets and that. We'll talk about your daughters a bit later, but um, is that where it all started, wearing the, um, the helmet? Or? You know, I... Wore a helmet from day dot when I was boogie boarding, Did really. Yeah, yeah, like Gath. I, I remember going to the Gath in the really early days and getting a helmet. Yep. And I kind of always had the philosophy that go as hard as you can but get protected because it's not going to reduce your enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, you that's know? right. And, yeah. and let's face it, I've never been cool. <laughs> and I, I rode a bodyboard not to be cool. I, I, well, so it, I got something to contrary to that. I, I thought you were cool because <laughs> anyway, when I first saw you surfing umbies one time, oh, and uh, I was I was a kook just getting smoked on the inside, and you were just getting chewed, and I was like, "Who was this dude?" I was sleeping in the car park in my sandman. Oh. I'm like, I was like, "Why oh, is this guy?" Oh, That's I don't know. I was a nobody back then. I'm still a right. nobody, but well, this is it. <laughs> but I, I think that 
and then like I had a wipe out it when I on my bodyboard at Nalu, I went head first into the bottom really hard. Oh yeah. Like bang on top of my head and then it flipped me over and bang onto the back of my head and oh, I had wow. a helmet on, yeah. And I was really happy about that. So I've definitely kind of worn a helmet off and on a lot. Yeah. And I'm pretty accident prone as well, so it's a good thing. <laughs> but I go through these stages where I'm like, you know what? I think I'm over that now. I think that um, I've uh, I've surfed enough that I'm not going to be hitting my head all the time. And it's Just about know, do you? it's about when I'm thinking like that that I get the next run of stitches in my head. Yeah, right. Last year I had another kind of um, horrendous head injury and got Did noticed. You? Yeah, and again I actually I remember looking. Actually, I think I remember hearing about that. Tell oh, us about that. What oh, happened? I'm going to show you a picture, mate. Oh, but, um, yeah. I no, rem- don't show us. A, show us afterwards because the, the listeners out there yeah. can't see us. But, okay. Then. But um, yeah. So tell us the story. Well. I was surfing grunters and um, I was with Willow, my daughter, and it was really big and, and quite heavy and it was, it was a bit raw. There was only two other guys out and we just had the most fun surf. Yeah. And then um, and we were on our way in. It was just so epic. And um, and I wanted to go over and check, like, catch up with Willow. He's showing me, a, yeah, he's showing me the photo anyway. It's, it's of disgusting. Some hey? hole in the head. Yeah, yeah. lovely. <laughs> and um, and and I went over to see her, and next minute, like we're right on the inside ads, like we oh, come yeah. right in. Okay. And I was like, oh, I wanted to kind of get away. And I was like, oh my gosh, look a little double up on the inside, beauty. Yeah. And I was laughing because Willow couldn't quite catch it, and I did. I was yeah. like, yes. And I <laughs> and I thought I'd try and rack a couple off the top, and I got one all right top turn on my bigger board, and then I thought I'd just whack the clothes out, and I thought that I was far enough past the reef to be the beach at the end. Yeah. Did a top turn, straightened out, went to jump on my board, and the thing really doubled up, and it exploded. And as I jumped down on my board, it was like the white would have landed on top of me. Right. And it flipped me, and yeah. I just got pole-driven headfirst into the reef. Oh, wow. It was like right on the shore, mate. Oh, yeah. Really? And, yeah, and I was like, it's just, it's, it's just history repeating itself. I was like, yeah. Willow, we're off to hospital. Yeah. Where's my? Why didn't I wear my helmet? I know. Yeah. It, it happens. And then you know what's even stupider? Right. Today at Marg's, I didn't wear a helmet. So, <laughs> but the girls were the girls have worn helmets. Yep. But for me, it's I I bought them the helmets. It's completely it's up to them. Yeah. If you want to yep. wear it, great. If you don't want to wear it, it's that's totally up to you. And they okay. they need to make up their their minds. Yeah. Right. Well, mate, I I noticed that um you, it seems to be your whole philosophy with the girls. What what I've noticed as a as a uh, bystander is that. Mate, the way that you, I mean, we were going to go into the girls a bit later, but we'll just touch on this now. Okay. The way that um, you, mate, you, you've got a 13-year-old daughter, Willow, and a yeah. 10-year-old, Olive, so or something 14, like that? 11, just 14, 11. 14, yeah, 11, okay. birthdays, yeah. Yep. So, mate, they are absolutely charging for young girls. Uh, I was up north last year with you guys and looking, I was just like, wow, they were out there on a proper six to eight foot day obviously they're sitting down the line a bit but fuck i was sitting down there too yeah so, i love it down there <laughs> how good is it i know it's the best but mate they, they are really charging and um it was almost confronting in a way to see a 13 year old girl in waves of such consequence it's such a heavy wave but the one thing that really struck me about your relationship with them surfing was there was no soccer dad element to it it was like you were just surfing with your best mates you guys were just having the best time it was all positive like you were calling them in but it wasn't like fucking go this one or you're not getting dinner or whatever and and, you know she wasn't resisting it was just mate it was such a positive happy 
uh, environment that you guys that you'd created. So it's mate, it's a credit to you that you're doing it, and your daughters are we're loving it, and they're surfing at such a gnarly level because of it. But yeah, I just really like the way that like what you were saying. It's like you're giving them the choice. You're not making them do anything, but just the froth that you were instilling into them and the way you were doing it. Like I've seen a lot of crew pushing their kids and and they're getting resistance from their kids and they're and they're pushing them and i just didn't see any of that with well, you yeah you, you know you don't always get it right no no <laughs> you know there's no, times when I've, for yeah. sure but um it is it's been amazing like hands are down the probably the best thing um of, of you know i think of my life the last 10 years and i've had you know like a business go really great and stuff but having the girls just surfing yeah, and and really one of the keys, honestly, adds is that Sunny, their mum, surfs as well. Oh yeah, and she's so supportive. I really think that it's been a big thing because hey, we're going to the beach. Mum and I are going surfing. You can play with the crabs on the beach. Yeah, or you can come out. I don't mind. And it's interesting. Like in the early early days, they'd be like, "Man, we don't really want to go like to the beach because we're there a lot." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, "Oh well, no worries. You can play with the crabs that we're going surfing." And you get there, they go. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, yeah, we'll come out, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. And you're just having a ball, yeah. And inevitably, they're gonna, they're gonna, I guess, get into it as well, aren't they? You yeah. Know? And it is so fun, and and it's interesting, you know. Like I definitely do film a bit because it's helpful. Like just yeah. like my brothers, but yeah, I had that when I mind. grew up, and yeah. I think it's really, it's really a, f- it's a fun part of it. Like yeah. I think a really fun part of it is trying to improve yourself. And like, I really enjoy it. I actually feel like my surfing's improved, particularly my turns and stuff in the last three or four years because I've been helping them out. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh, hang so on. So you're thinking about things yeah, a bit more. Yeah, I'm thinking about things more than just recklessly going out and charging. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. And um, and it's so nice. And I'd have really seen, you know, like say that day, the day we were talking about, we knew it was going to be big. Yeah. We got to the beach. I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it was big. Though. It, it was, was 10 foot was, sets coming through. Well, do you remember it got too big that day? Yeah. It, it just got sets. too big yeah, in got the end. Too big, yeah. It was offshore, perfect sunny with no yeah. one out because it was horrible. There's so much water moving. But, yeah. you know, we rocked up and it wasn't like, hey, Willow, are you even coming out? I was just like, oh, I'm going to get ready. I'm, I'm going out. Yeah. And there, she was there. Yeah, she, she was putting a wedding on and she was like, yeah, well, I'm coming out with you. Yeah, I'm like, right. all right, well, just come out and just stay wide and just, just see how you go. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you were so lucky to, to see. I didn't see it, but you did. Yeah, I that. saw the one. You saw the one she got. <laughs> and the crazy thing was we were kind of hanging out to the peak and she goes, oh, I'm going to go down the line and see what I can get down there a bit. Yeah. And then I'd had one that was pretty good where you get a, that chip in, you know. Yeah. And I said, oh, Willow, there's these sick ones where you can, they're like South Point, really. You can do these big calves at that barrel. And she goes, oh, yeah. that sounds sick. So yeah. she was trying to get one of them. But when she caught that big Like double, South Point, for those that don't know, just a totally fat, fat burgering yeah. dealer comparing it to a this is multiple it. pipeline triple barrel spitting sucking beast anyway yeah pretty much the same <laughs> so anyway she paddled into that thing thinking yeah i'm gonna do a few cutties on this one and the yeah. thing doubled up and it ended up just going nuclear didn't it the yeah it was like thick and yeah it was I, i've only seen the video because and that's another thing like cool that her mum videoed so she videoed it. yeah and oh, she was gone wasn't she like, oh man must I, have looked amazing from the oh, water because i had the perfect view of it out yeah. of anyone because as mentioned earlier i was sitting on that that bubble with with all the uh 13 year old girls battling it out for the sets <laughs> down there the spot. Mate, it was pumping down there and i got the wave before and i just had a such a sick wave and i rode it all the way down the end and i just turned around and just seen her on this thing this frail little not frail but just a small little small skinny yeah. little girl what's she weigh like 40 kilos yeah or, totally and uh on this like 
six to seven foot wave, like a but solid. And I'm not talking East Coast beachy six foot. It was, foot. It was fucking thing, Hawaiian it? six foot. Yeah. And then I, I just seen it like pull into this section, like because it was going to run away from her, and because it's sort of a faster barrel down there. It it's not that it? slowy slab one. Nah. And it just, mate, and she just pulled up under, and I was like, fucking no way. She's packing it and got tubed, and then she sort of. Just as she came out, she got this another little bit, and then she came out and just tin dropped and, and jumped off. She actually could have kept going, I reckon, but she sort of just freaked out from all the barrel. And she made the barrel, yeah, and then just jumped off right in front of me. And I was hooting when she came up, and because we we're way down the end of the line, I was the only guy there, only person there. So yeah, I was I was pretty pumped and and hooting, and she was pretty pumped. I think she was a bit shell shocked that she'd just got a. <laughs> You know, a seven foot tube to someone who's four foot and forty kilos Mate, is as good I, as a ten foot tube. I don't know, you know about you, but I was packing myself at three foot huzzers when I was thirteen. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously, I was crying, wondering how I was going to get in. Yeah, I actually was packing myself yeah. at huzzers when I was fourteen. Oh, on a so body was board I. With Billy Gibson, but, I was shitting myself out yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, but it's interesting. But, no, so yeah, that was bloody impressive. I was stoked I got to see that one, and then I got to come back and give my report for the Barrel Surf podcast of what I saw up north. And I was like, mate, and they're like, well, was one of the highlights? And I'm like, well, I'll tell you now. I was watching a 13-year-old girl just get slotted out of her mind. Third generation Hardy. Oh, there you go. But yeah, no, she's really, it's interesting, Ads, like this summer we did, um, we we did a little bit of work with Joe Knight because we kind of thought we'd do some filming down south for a film, which is another story. But, yep. you know, on the you know on the, the Ocean Men breath-holding stuff. And then we got to surf some quite a bit of um bodies and margs during quarantine yeah right and for those that know bodies is you know an outer reef yeah like 800 meters out to sea it's a huge it's the best big wave down yeah, here it is, it's, I reckon. Yeah, and, it's, it's and big actually tommy lowe gave my friend yasha from the south american oh yeah yep. achilles incident gave tommy lowe gave yasha board a 7-0 and then yasha gave it to me saying hey this is the perfect gun for willow this is like oh, two right. years ago wow and and she hadn't ridden it this summer, she just started taking it out. Yeah, right. And not only was she taking it out, I'm out there on my 8.6. Yeah. And she's damn well, she's getting twice as many waves as me. Wow. And I'm yeah. like, hang on a minute. This is not fair. Yeah. So I've had to order a 9.0 Adzi. I, I hope Nathan... Well, you know what they say. Every hardy needs a bigger this brother. This is it. I need a bigger board so I can get more waves. But anyway, no, she really just, just naturally loves it and is... Yeah. So she's it's, out there at Bodie's having a yeah. crack in some uh, uh, in some big outer reef waves. And, um, yeah, and then they had the state rounds like not long after that, the junior state rounds. Yeah, at, um, at, at Marg's. Eight foot Margie's. Yeah. And she got like, a perfect 10, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, it's probably almost 10 foot that wave. And, was um, it? No way. Yeah. And um, that was kind of just she won won two divisions there obviously which we reported on just recently oh really yeah the 16s yeah. and the 18s yeah. yeah yeah it um it really was a just a really fun day and she was kind of ready and she was really just enjoying it you yeah. know yeah yeah so mate she's um uh, gene's reaching for his photo again he's he's a proud dad oh jeez he's showing me a photo is that the state round That's she thing. is just dropping into a solid it's a 10 foot margie's main break wave for a little 40 kilogram girl i mean but, Man, um, she's going places. I mean, there's, there's just can't be very many women in the world, girls in the world, that are committing to waves that big at that age. It just can't be. Yeah, uh, it's interesting though because I, you know, like last year I said, oh, you know, you're pretty good in big waves. She's like, oh, I don't really like big waves that much. Like, uh, <laughs> she didn't realise that she was like, oh, when it gets really big, I'm, you know, like not saying she's scared, but she's like, oh, yeah. And she didn't even. Re I don't don't think she realises that down here. Every yeah. the average surf is like big, isn't it? Yeah, it's me. Like yeah, it's, like mate, my boards are all. I, I'm always riding six tens and seven twos, yeah. and I, I do ride a bigger board, but 
yeah, like every second surf is what on the East Coast would be termed a big wave, you know? Yeah, that's right, isn't it? And yeah. it is a different... I guess we don't have like the... You look at Jack Robbo and kind of the flair up around him lately has been his how good he's riding small waves. That's right. Because everyone knows he can do the slabs. Exactly. And he's got a name for slabs, but he's also amazing in the small waves. He had to kind of go back and learn that. Yeah, exactly. So that's probably our challenge that's here, your weakness, isn't it? Yeah. That is our That is our kryptonite is that... Yeah. And you know, like... Um, Jacob Wilcox is amazing in small waves, but he's yeah. had to do time in little grovelly spots too. Yeah, yeah. And um, and also the length of ride that they get over the, on those small yeah, waves, it just allows them to hone their turns, whereas we just, you know, and they've got to manufacture their speed. And, and yeah. over here, we you know, we don't get to practice that. So, so true. And the going into the, and that yeah, kind of that's thing, right. It's a different type of surfing here. Yeah, it is for sure. And, yeah. you know, are, are the girls interested in getting into competition and stuff, obviously? Are they? I mean, they're going to have to think about those things if they yeah, do want to pursue it. they definitely enjoy it. They, yeah. Like, particularly, like, Olive's still pretty young, but she's pretty into it. But yeah. Willow is much better than me, like... You know, if she loses the heat, she's not going to punch herself. In the head. Let's face it, Andy. <laughs> let's, like, let's hope so. And, and that is my 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 issue is that I'm I'm a frother and that I get overexcited in heats. Yeah, I I'm just like a puffing, huffing steam train. <laughs> uh, and the funniest one of my my highlights of last year was going in the Geraldton Sunshine Masters. Oh yeah. And who should? And I actually, no kidding, I had I had a coach. That was a revelation. I had a coach for yeah. it. So Cheryl? Willow, Will, no, Willow, Willow oh, was my Willow. coach. Oh, so really? I, I said I'd coach her and she was going to coach me. Oh, cool. More as a joke and a laugh. But yeah, anyway, yeah. We, we just kind of were taking the mickey out of each other the whole yeah, time. See, that's, but, that, that sums up the whole thing that I was trying yeah, to get yeah, across. Yeah. That You've got such a great God, surfing relationship with your kids. It's it awesome. so funny. Though, anyway, go on. She got me to the final, mate. Yeah, really? And yeah, I, had to, I actually had to surf against... Um, Moose and I don't know if I surfed against Shero, but I knocked like I knocked a few people out. Which, yeah, right. You know, I, I don't. That have been getting you for years. Oh, years and years and years. <laughs> and to be in the final final was a shock. Yeah, right. And who should be there but Paul Antman Patterson? Oh fuck, you don't want him in. Your I final, know he was right? dominating. There was the Deganator, D oh, yeah. Dion Hagen, who's a legend from Jero. So was okay. at Flat Rocks. Yep, yep. Antman and um, oh, I can't remember. He's a, but anyway. I end up getting an into like on Ant-Man. interference. Yeah, oh, totally. Like your coach would have been fuming. Coach was mad. Like, <laughs> like what are you thinking? Did, did she and, say punch yourself in the head? Nah. Right now? <laughs> well, those days are long gone. Mate. But um, but yeah, I was just laughing. But um, I just said to her, "Willow, my eyesight, I can't even see the priority board, let alone know." Really? Going. Yeah. But I actually went left, and Ant Man went right, and we like cross paths. Oh, yeah. No. So I ended up fourth, and she reckons I would have got second. Oh no! So coach, coach was cross. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah. Well, mate, we. I'm, as I mentioned to you off air earlier, we're, we're hoping to get um, have a chat with the girls later on. Yeah, so we'll great. do a little interview with that and maybe stick it on the end of this one. So we'll, we'll go deeper into yeah, that. Lately. But, mate, it looks like you guys are just having an absolute shit ton of fun as a family oh. unit and in the process uh, possibly creating a, a, another generation of um, – awesome competitive um surface from wa and i, I reckon they've put geez at, at this early i know it's early but fucking hell they've got some serious potential man yeah it's really interesting like ads the real game is um with the comps is like we've we've been really lucky because we've got to go to the nationals maybe like three times and gone to lots of different comps around australia and you know with us we go early yeah and we have a heap of surf so we meet people before the comp froth yeah yeah and i kind of feel like We've won before the comps even started. Not not yeah. won the comp. It doesn't matter about that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the, the the 
the experience. fun and the trip. It's such yeah. a good trip, you know. Yes, yeah. and um, I really feel strongly that's what it's all about. Yeah, and for sure. and the more trips that I get to do with um, you know, with the girls and with Sunny, the better. So yeah. you know, you don't and you don't want to burn out in cops, and you don't. You know, it's really important that the competition. You know, and I know that what makes competition really exciting is that it does come down to the wave and is the wave going to come? And there is an element of luck and you can do all the work in the world and then it may, may or may not go your way. And that's that's really exciting. Yes. Yeah. And if you can accept that, then you're going to be much better off because you know that some days you're going to win like, yep. and some days you're going to lose and that's okay. Yeah. You know, yep. did you have a strategy and how did you perform? That's a much better question yep. than, hey, did you win? Did you win? Who cares? You know? Yeah, yeah. And oh, um, yeah, oh, it just it's just it's really been enjoyable. Wow, it sounds like you got a real good handle on it, man. I think that's going to. Uh, I, I wish mean, I just wish so, you know what I wish someone had sat me down when I was like thirteen. Yeah, and that, told me these things. That was the eighties. They were just I like, know. man, you got to just kick ass and smash beers and sing oh, well, and like, no, fight no, each no, other. And probably that. no one talked to me at all. And I just didn't yeah, but um, but no, it's been it's been it's been really great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's unreal, man. Yeah, oh, looks good. Yeah, well, we ticked off a. A, a couple of things there um, that I was keen to ask you about, mates. Um, uh, we could talk about, uh, I'm sure you've probably got many more traveling stories. I always love a good traveling story, but you gave us a couple of rippers, mate. Let's talk about the enigma. Yeah. That is your dad, oh, Tony T-H Hardy. T-H or I mean, T-Bags. T-Bags. I didn't know. Well, yeah. I wouldn't call him T-Bags, but well, I, I would Rick, feel like Rick I Jacko. had Rick Jacko. Rick Jacko always called him T-Bags. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, dad. mate, you know, for those that don't know... Um, you know, Tony Hardy is your dad, and he is widely regarded as as the best surfer at Margaret River the main break the, in the maestro. the maestro of yeah. Margaret River uh, in the seventies and eighties, I guess, uh, or I, I don't know exactly when, but around that time. And you know, like most good surfers back then, he was a surfboard shaper, and and he's gone on, and you guys grew up at the beach and surfing, and now you've got the third generation that coming through of Hardy surfing and. Mate, so tell us about a bit about the man that, well, that started it all. And, yeah, definitely. You know. I mean, TH has obviously had a huge influence on all the boys' lives. Yep. And way, if we go back, because this is a great story too, yeah. he was from Tassie. Yeah, right. So Norwest Tassie, and he was like, I still talk to people that are like, oh my gosh, he was like the best. He was like the Ironman and this. And really? he won the men's Ironman for the whole of Tassie when he was like 15. Like okay. he was free. So it was a weapon. It was a weapon. Yeah. And I think he was about 17, mate. In 1969, when the Margaret River Australian titles oh, yeah. came. Okay. And it was the first comp, I believe, I might be wrong, but I think it was one of the first comps at Marg's ever. Yeah. And TH drove across the Nullarbor in a Beetle. Oh, gravel road probably gravel too. Gravel road, rocked up at Marg's, had a look around, mate, and just thought, this, this is, is it. Yeah, right. I'm not going home. No way. Yeah. So we, first um, sight. Yeah. Totally. So he did move to Perth because that's where civilization was. I yeah, mean, you imagine was... Margs back then, you just go to the pub, get beaten up by farmers. Yeah, that's right. We've, and... had, we've spoken to a couple of old boys yeah, on Barrel yeah, Surf Podcast, and there wasn't a lot of opportunity down there was here. There's no opportunity. So he yeah. went to Perth and he actually learnt to shape up there. Oh, right. I think Blacksall. I think he Is that right? I think so. Oh, that's a hawk I've got over yeah. there. Yeah. And, um, and then he did some time with Tommy Hoy. Oh, yeah. From Precision Equip, he, he taught yep. me how to glass. Yeah, right. Met my mum in Perth, okay. and um, they moved down and bought the place in Gracetown. Yeah, for two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks, I believe so. For those that don't know, Gracetown is just a absolute oh, seaside gem of a town with a, a, a nestled in a bay that's um, 
you know, good swimming, good boating, and just ocean. Every house has pretty much got an epic ocean view that the block, all those blocks are probably what, a million, million and a half oh, each these days. Yeah, fully adds. Yeah, but so anyway, 200 so, bucks, yeah, sweet. It's interesting. I think um, I was talking to someone today and they said, oh, you know, back in the day, Having a place on the coast was was cheap because no one liked them. No eh? one liked them. They just they the, thought they rusted. They yeah, did. You got all did. salty and yeah. people were off it. So yeah, I remember hearing the same about yelling that, up. Everyone's that's like, that's oh, right. Why would you oh, live there? It's, and, it's yeah. windy and you get everything's <laughs> covered in salt and it's kind of true, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so the parents moved to into the um, into the forest by the river, mate. River, beautiful spot. And actually, one of my kind of mates and staff members owns our place now. Oh, really? And, um, yeah, he's got like a, a sauna right on the pool there. It's no incredible way. to go there and oh. relive my memories. Wow, that's hey, awesome. Phenomenal. I was yeah. there like recently. He's a, such a lad, Richie. Oh, cool. But um, yeah, so we kind of, you know, grew up there and dad shaped boards. And, um, you know, it was, it was really good. But, you know, dad had had run-ins with, um, he was always considered, you know, like, Maybe not standoffish, but not aloof, but just mysterious. Yeah. And, you know, part of that mystery was he'd rock up and when it was 10, 12 foot marks, no one even saw him paddle out to be out there, suddenly swing under a bubble bomb and get barreled and come out. (laughs) You know, and and that was when he was at his best. But, you know, there was darkness there too. Yeah. Because he'd had run-ins with, you know, with with mental health issues, I guess. Yeah. Yep. And and that, that kind of, I guess, that cycled through my youth as well. And when he was great, we were at the beach at 4am and I was fishing and he was really good. Yep. And when he wasn't great, he might be in bed for months. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, with, with like, you know, elements of depression or whatever it was. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. It's always hard to put a finger on exactly yeah. what mental health issues are. It's hard to pinpoint one from another. And Yeah, that's right. Yeah, anyone who knows WA Surfing knows that he's had a battle. With yeah, that. definitely, but, um, definitely. Mate, I guess like the great MP, you know, they, oh. it's it's almost that's why they were the so you know, brilliant, you know, I because think they, there's an element of that. Yeah. I think an element of that brilliance is is very close to insanity. Yeah, yeah you know, for like sure. I think, I think that there, there's definitely in like Andy Irons, he, yeah. he definitely had dark periods. Oh, you know? for sure. And, yeah, and in, I mean, look, you know, he ended up as we know, like passing yeah. away really young. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's definitely, you know, definitely bits. But yeah, if I think about my childhood, he was really instrumental and he was really there for us, you know, like teaching us how to surf. And he brought us, like I said, the bodyboards at a young age and yeah. always driving us to the beach and stuff. And I think he was kind of at home until maybe around when I was like maybe 14. Oh, yeah. And then it all kind of, it all, it, it kind of was steadily breaking down just with the, the battles of around his. I guess eccentricity related to mental health issues. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he moved out. He lived at the caravan park in town for a while and he ended up going on the Great Mission. Right. Where he, uh, Tell me about this Great well, Mission. It is a bit of surfing folklore, so he, I didn't know the full details. Yeah, he's got a brother who, um, I, he's passed away now actually, but okay. uh, Uncle Morris, he was like a big man and a big hardy and he lived over on the border of, uh, around Tweed in the, the border of like Queensland, New South Wales, back yep. in the hinterland country. and Yeah. Uh, my dad wanted to go see him, so he decided to walk. Wow! And it was like a, I think it was a journey that he that he had to take, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He decided to tackle the Nullarbor. Things had broken songs. down with the family unit at the time, and, and he'd lost his way, really. I guess. I mean, yeah. that's putting words into it, but I, I think so. And yep. he uh, went on this great trek over east, and um, 
we used to get like messages. I remember the letters, got these classic letters. And, and rumor has it he he took off with n- not really much. Nothing, mate. Like, like a like a nut, like a rack sack. A rack like sack. Little, yeah. And thongs was it thongs, thongs? mate? He yeah, did it the, thongs. The rumor was thongs. Pluggers. Pluggers. Oh, double pluggers, pluggers, mate. Double yeah, pluggers. That's it. Else. That was always a rumor. And like, you never know. If, totally you know. true. And, and um, <laughs> sick. Yeah, so, so we he just left Margaret River on the west coast of yeah, Western Australia and to on. walk. So he was going to walk to uh, yeah to the east coast, and he got most of the way, mate. Yeah, and um, he was tracking up through northern New South Wales inland. Oh, way so he made inland. it a fair way. Oh yeah, mate. He made. He got a few lifts with a couple of trucks, I think. But oh yeah. I'd, anyway, I'd get these letters back, and he'd say, "Oh, so stoked! I found like a half a Mars bar today, and <laughs> found the, you know like this to eat and that." And they're always entertaining us. Yeah, yeah. And then, and um, were they always on paper or letters? You mentioned something. Oh no, they'd be on whatever he could find to write right. on. So like yeah. a bit of cardboard, a bit or of cardboard, or like a wrapper of something, you know. Yeah, paper right. Back in the day. Oh, that's classic cool. TH, yeah. you know. And then. So then, anyway, he ended up actually getting in like in mild trouble for tr- like trespassing in Tamworth. So right. he was literally walking across a farmer's paddock. Yeah, and, yeah. And the, um, Through the orchard, probably just sneaking a few apples oh, or something. He might have been, but he never <laughs> said that. But um, <laughs> you know, like a guy, you know, he was a bit of a stranger in that town, and they said, yeah. "Hang on, mate, you uh, you can't go there." And and they locked him up. And oh yeah, he was there for like a year or so. I a think. year. Yeah. For trespassing. Yeah. Well, they, he had to wait. It was more waiting for trial. Yeah. And when it came to trial, they threw it out. No way. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. What a waste. Uh, so of anyway. time, you know, like. But he never got there. He never even got to see. Oh, him. he never saw his brother. Nah, he oh, had no I don't way. I don't know how he got home. I guess he. I think he might have bust home. Really? Yeah, I think so. Wow. But yeah, he, it was interesting. He kind of came back. He was like I said, he possibly was a bit lost before he left. He came back and he seemed to be. He's better, and he taught himself to surf again. So he, oh right, yeah, because he went a long time out of the water. Yeah, okay. And he started bodyboarding. Did he? Yeah. No he, way. He had this hilarious style. He'd be like bus driving with one arm out over the front, like right. surfing mugs, surfing Norse bodyboarding. We've got some classic old VHS. Really? Oh, that is he'd always sick. hoot himself. <laughs> that's mate, I always hoot myself. Oh, so do I. Love it. Nothing <laughs> no one else is going to hoot Yeah, me. Let's that's face I, it. Yeah, you know? that's what I figure. Yeah. yeah. And anyway, um, and then, yeah, then boom, he started surfing again, yeah, which right. I was surprised me. Yep. And um, I've seen him, I just, in that, that you know, that era, that era when he, he had this kind of comeback, his final comeback, and a couple of classic waves. I remember I'd be surfing Huzzers. I remember seeing him just getting piped off his dial at South Point. Really? He was really good out there, mate. Was he? Yeah, he'd pick him up on those big fat boards, single fins out the back. Yeah. Like he'd paddle in like real, like just a couple of paddles with his feet real high. Oh, yeah. Jump up and then just read the double up perfect and just put himself in the slot. Yeah, right. You know? and South Point has the odd barrelly day. Yeah, you know? on that and one section out the back yeah, there. Yeah, one, that one little section yeah. by the rock and he'd just find it every time and Sick. be hooting just himself and other people hooting. That was memorable. And then, yep. but also, That's great memories, yeah. Yeah, a really big day at Norse once. It was like, you know, the hundred guys out. It's been like that since the dawn of time, I swear, <laughs> right? And, um, and I remember him seeing him getting that. Absolute bomb on the really on his back end on his back end on a singly and a singly and he grabbed the rail and just got bionically shacked right through North Say. Oh, what a legend! Yeah, yeah. So that what an awesome thing to see your dad. Yeah, it was really cool and um, yeah, it's interesting, you know. And the other one, other absolutely classic memory as is. Um, I I started heading up north pretty early. Like I was the first hardy to head up to like. Nalu and Cabarro. Oh, he never took you up there? Nah, he mate. He wasn't nah, on it. Nah. nah. And um, 
Danny Duggan took me up actually. It was oh, like yeah. Shane Guthrie that you know, and, and Danny Duggan and way back. And um, I remember I'd come back and I'd rant to Dad about how good it was, and he always go, "Oh, it sounds hot up there." Like this <laughs> and that, and probably be glary or whatever. Glary, yeah, he <laughs> loved just saying, "Oh, it's too glary." Oh, yeah. No yeah. Anyway, one day middle of winter, he decided to go. Yeah, right. And he, he packed up and he got the bus up, got yeah. the bus up to Carnarvon. Yeah. And he ended up unloading a tuna boat, these frozen tuna in port for a day to earn money to for food and bought himself some food and hitched out to the bluff. So he just rocked up, did one just, day's work yeah. to buy food. Yeah. And that's it. I'm and, good. Good and to go. And headed off desert. for a month that. No I kid way. you not. What a legend. Yeah, yeah. And, that's he, so and, and all I heard, I never go I went up didn't go up at that time, but I heard stories of him. Surfing in his wife fronts. In his undies. In his undies, in his grudsies, oh. at Turtles. At because, Turtles? Yeah, he took up residence in that cave that's like about eight, maybe a K north of Turtles on the coast. Really? Apparently that's where he was living. Oh, that's such a sick story. I know. And then if it was on, like at the bluff, it got big, he'd hitch to either Nalu or the bluff. Wow. And he told me um, about, he got a big one at Toomey's. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah, it was good. I got in Okay. And then it just went dry. It was like dry reef. And I was on top of this lip and he just got lit up. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but then he had a classic day at the bluff as well. He was oh. telling me that he thought the bluff and Toomey's were both pretty heavy waves. And he yeah. Loved turtles. Oh, yeah. So that was like his one and only Nalu trip. Wow. I'm glad he got up there, eh? Oh, that's unreal. Yeah, mate. What yeah. a fucking iconic, ballsy story so to just go. Yeah, just I'm going for a know? month. Just like no idea really no. what he was going to walk into yeah. up there and... Just took bugger all with him, and I wonder what food he bought for oh, to last him a imagine? month. Like, you know, mate, what would you buy? Well, like, to you, last you would have you seen him around, right? What yeah. was he always carrying? What's he iconic for? Come on, the the secateurs. Well, he always had his secateurs, but he always had something. He was consuming something. Oh no, I don't know. His I just... ice chock chill. Oh yeah, notorious for his yeah. ice chock chill. He probably yeah. just had like. A whole load of boxes of ice chock chills. How did he keep that cool in the cave? He maybe he didn't even have it cool. He probably had warmed ice chock chill. <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah, well, you could probably live off that stuff. It's got I milk reckon. and sugar and crust yeah. and what else. I reckon. There. I reckon. Yeah, but um, mate, that's such an awesome story. Um, yeah. uh, I was hoping for something like that. Yeah, um, well, it, and such it was... an iconic guy and mate. He's an epic shaper. I've got three singlies of his. Oh, um, I've got a story as. Excellent. I, That's I what never, we're here for. Tell well, me a story. Well, he shaped all these boards, and how many boards do you think he shaped me? He shaped me none. Wow. Right? And it's I was bizarre. working at the time in Beach Life, so I'd done uni. I must have been about twenty-five. And Dad had come in and seen me. He's real social. He's really nice like that. And I'd yep. come in and always have, you know, when he felt, you know, like he was running well, he'd come in and have a chat. And I remember chatting. You know, Dad, you know what? I remember saying to him, Dad, you know what? I want you to shape me a board. I really want you. And he goes, Nah. Get Nathan to shape it. That's his shaped boards. Like this. Nathan and walked Rose. out. Really? Yeah. Just shut it. Shut, shut you down. Shut down. Which wow. is, is, it's interesting. Dad's like, you have to introduce an idea like around like, the, like through the side and give oh, it yeah. time to like process it. Process it. Yeah. And you know, like a week later, he came back. Oh, so if I did do a board, what would you want? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you know, like something gunny, like big, big waves. Like, oh, yeah, you should get Nathan to do it. I'm yeah. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this went on for a while, I did. Yeah, yeah. Like and he weeks. hadn't been, but he hadn't been shaping. Okay, he yeah, because he stopped for a long time and then long, made a comeback, he didn't he? He hadn't shaped boards in ten years. Okay, okay, yeah. And uh, anyway, one day he comes in and he goes, "I've ordered you blank. All right, I've ordered you blank." He's, he's all, all <laughs> fired up about it. <laughs> it's like a negative thing, but actually yeah, yeah. he was like really chuffed. Yeah, yeah. Sick. 
Wicked. And um, so I kind of told him what I wanted. I wanted a seven eight with a real thin tail, like big wave, you know. Oh yeah. Didn't have a big wave board at the time. It was okay. And um, and anyway, he shaped it for me. Nath glassed it. Yeah. And he comes, he goes, wow, you'll never believe it. There's a new shaper. It's like this, like they'll use sh- like a, a planer. Yeah. And it's amazing, and it like yeah. takes. Half the time off. It's so <laughs> no good. Way. And the next minute, like, and, and crew had seen that board and were psyched. And, and a couple yeah. of guys asked him for boards as well. Yeah. And then it started. He started shaping again. Yeah, right. That was that was like the precursor to him starting shaping off. So unreal. Chuffed. Yeah. Oh, that's unreal. So you yeah. started his, his resurgence. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he wasn't really working, was he? Or was oh, he on yeah, the, no, no, he was on the vineyards. Worked. He was he in the vineyards, wasn't he? Out. Yeah, mate. He yeah. was a... How he held it all together in those years, those later years, mate, yeah. I will never know. Like just he, battling you know, he was mental living health in his car, and, mate. Yeah. Battling his mental health stuff, midnight pruning. Midnight pruning? Oh, I loved a midnight prune. Did he? Oh, yeah. So well, just go out there, because you get paid well, by the row or whatever, wouldn't you, out there? Well, so no, just... no, no, I'm not talking about paid pruning, mate. I'm talking oh. about keeping the town pretty. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> all right. And, and so, like the, yeah, the gardener yeah, so, in the shy Shane Backs guy, he's a complete legend. Yeah. He's like, he'd have to deal with Tony Piles. Yeah. So yeah. Tad was good at pruning, but he loved leaving piles. He left his little piles. Little yeah. piles with Tony So for piles. those that, you know, don't know, obviously we know, but, um, you know, he just had a thing for pruning. It was well, um, he, part of his um, makeup and, you know, <laughs> connected no, to his... Go, let's go back a bit. He, okay. he loved his gardening. Yeah, you told he me that with his, his orchard and that. You and, told me he was a guru and was guru in grafting different yeah. stuff and together. So when the surfboard shaping wound up, um, and I talked to him I said why, why did you stop shaping boards and he's like oh you know trends pass and I had my time and then he went and worked on the vineyards right and um, he was a demon on the second year oh mate, mate. so he, that, that's weapon. how he earned his living was yeah. pruning and you know picking grapes and lifting wires and and, yep. um, and the, I've got to say the community of Margaret River is amazing mate like they 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 let him get on with it you know yeah. like his bosses just let him have Space and the time, and yeah, Tone, go do that block. Yeah. You know? Um. So, and you know that was that was really awesome. But um, so he loved his pruning, and you know I think you know he would have had periods of, of mania. I think yeah. around his mental health and yeah, for sure. And in that time, he would have been you know like unable to sleep, so he'd, he'd go out and do some pruning. Yeah, of yeah, just, just like the towns in the the gardens in town. Oh, the gardens, national in town, parks, and. He, He'd prune my garden. He'd, really? he'd, he'd, some of it was wanted. Some of it was a bit like, <laughs> oh, my God, what's he done? So he'd just rock up in the night and just well, prune your garden. Oh, you'd, you'd only see the Tony pile and you'd have to guess. <laughs> oh, no, what's he done? Oh, that's epic. Yeah, so... Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not like I'm sure. I'm sure it's a very. Um, and do you think it was he just wanted to make stuff neater? Is do you know what the I reasoning think, behind the sort of random pruning was, yeah. or he never quite understood? I, I think he had a real kind of a genuine care and love for the community yeah and that uh, he he did he he felt a sense of ownership yeah you know and, and he wanted to contribute and that was his way yeah to keep things tidy because i mean you'd always see him down at margie's main break and stuff he'd be and snipping it, wouldn't he yeah but he's not like just hacking oh no he no, was no, very no. calculated and oh, careful absolutely. and you could see there was thought behind it and yeah. it was always interesting to go okay well what you know what is his thought process in, yeah because he's doing it it's not no yeah, he tell very... me oh that's that's what i do for you know I'm, yeah you know that, okay. that's my bit for the community so yeah. he, you know he was community minded to a point you know he yeah. wasn't perfect in, in no one way, is but yeah. no one is that's right and and that was some of his int- you know he, he kind of um 
Yeah, just give it back, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's epic. And then it's interesting, Adzi, like he, he finished up his surfing. Yep. Um, in the end, he, he, he had an injury. Did where he? Where he was bottom turning at Marks. Yep. And I think his arm was in the water and he literally popped his shoulder out. Right. I remember, I'll never forget, like, I remember going, oh, you know, are you going for a surf down? Oh, no, nah, I think I'm done. That's it. Come down. He knew he was done. And was ridden really his sad. last wave. That is sad, mate. I, ridden his last I, wave. I always get sad speaking to any surfer who surfed a long time and they've their last wave's been ridden it because it always you obviously think about yourself and go shit. When's that going to happen to me? Because the thought I'm, of it is fucking terrifying. Terrifying. And yeah. you know, Adzi, I'm I'm um, happy to be humble and like if I injure my leg or if I can't, you know, like Kevin, Kevin Merrifield, yeah, he's eighty three. Yeah. He's out there. I don't. No, if he gets up anymore. No, he doesn't. I doesn't. just did, actually just did a interview with him oh, about a month ago. Yeah, he, and, he, and, he can't. He hasn't got up for years. No, but, but it doesn't matter. Nah, he's and, out and, there. And I'll be out there with Kevin, mate. I'll yeah. be there, like, because you can have the gnarliest day at work and everything's unraveling, and you go like, today was a gnarly. It was great, I, but it was a lot of pressure. I had a lot of things going on, and and then, and my mate. Who, who works with me, he's like, come on, mate, Marks is pumping, it's pumping. I'm like, I've just got to wrap a few things up. I wrapped them up, got out there. And it was just like bliss. Yeah. It was the whole world unraveled. Everything made sense. Yeah. And everyone out there was happy today and just had the, I had the the best time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want to ever give that up. No. Like, I'll do that until I can no longer paddle or I'm literally dead. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly. Yeah, for sure. Because I feel the it's, same way. it's such a pleasure. And yeah, I, it really, yeah, it did. I think it it was really sad to kind of go, no, nah, that's it. But, you know, he'd still go snorkeling. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he'd still yeah. snorkel and, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I think I remember seeing him near the end, must have been near the end. I think it was like on the Margie's comp and I was down there hanging around and he just had some massive old tanker board and he yeah. just, it was a real small day and he just ducked out for a quick one in the middle of the comp, like... There wasn't a heat on, but it was... Well... I can't remember what was going on. He had a really competitive bent, though, didn't he, Ads? Did like, he? Yeah, he'd go in... He went in, like, the Margaret River Pro, like, a number of times. Did he? Yeah, How'd he go? entered himself in. Oh, mate, he was on his single. He would have got bundled out of first round every time. Oh, they were all in thrusters and that. Oh, mate, no, against <laughs> the pros, like, in the pro. Comp, oh, really? You know? Yeah. Sick. He'd just enter himself. And Did he? he? Yeah, yeah, I think That's he, epic. Yeah, I reckon he loved a bit of competition, eh? Yeah, right. Just, just enjoyed it. I mean... When you think about, I think there's a lot of enjoyment with the comps. It's not necessarily the beating someone and competitive. It's the tribe coming together. Yeah, exactly. It's a huge like meeting other people. That tribe coming together, the excitement, the surfing, watching people flare, and how are they going to go under pressure? Is that wave going to come? That enthralls me. Like yeah. it really, really, really deeply. I find it. It's a game. We yeah. know it's a game. It's not. It's not curing cancer. Yeah. But my gosh, it makes it makes yeah. life just so um so interesting. Yeah. No, for sure. It's just this enjoyment of yeah, the pressure of the heat and, and even if you yeah, it's not beating someone else, it's just trying to do your best in in the time frame given and stuff. Not that I know because I don't go in comps apart from the single fin division of the Margaret River Classic, but uh <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, like I've done, I've done like, you know, the one against Ant-Man ups north and, yeah. and you know, I did a classic most years and, yeah. and, um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm fine. I'm, yeah. If I could just learn to just, it's a, such a mental challenge, isn't it? Yeah. And even the losing's enjoyable, isn't it, Ads? There's always lessons. Well, I enjoy it because I generally, um, yeah, hit the terps as soon as I lose <laughs> at the yelling up single fin every year, which is uh, usually first round of the day. So yeah, I enjoy myself, but, uh, yeah, no, it's pretty funny. 
But um, mates, yeah, he's shaped some epic boards. He he was an icon of the era, and he's just, you know, he's given you and and your next generation and everything like this this gift of surfing and. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, you know. It, it just the throwback to those seventies years where everything was a bit rougher and raw. It just, I don't know, it's that mystery about it, and you know, oh, this guy was the guy, you know, like yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, I'm stoked to to hear a, a bit of stories. Obviously, you know, he's had those battles now, and he's he's not in the best place now, which is unfortunate. And well, it's interesting, though. Adds like he's he's a, he's always been a survivor. Yeah, and and he's always kind of. Um, He's always trying to make the best of it, you know. Like I mean, yep. he was homeless for like probably like ten or fifteen years. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I've not, you know, probably most of your readers are aware he did have, you know, a, a basically a mental health tragedy yep. where he has ended up, yeah, uh, incarcerated. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's not ideally where he wants to be. No. But, you know, I chat to him at least weekly on the phone and, yeah, cool. and tell him stories of what the girls are up to oh, and what the be, beach is like and be. how the fishing's been. And I'm dropping yeah. in to see him tomorrow, which oh, is that's really awesome. exciting. Yeah, cool. Um, and, you know, I guess it's just it's not a, even if you're there, even if you're incarcerated, I guess there is, there's still story and there's still community. And, yeah. and you know, he was telling me about, I think yesterday, how he's, you know, put in for a job there and oh, yeah. you know he still yeah, he wants to it. contribute and yeah, he need a that, job in there yeah that's <laughs> it mate so yeah you know he'll he'll keep he'll keep cracking on and oh, keep, mate, you know that's awesome yeah he must yeah. be um stoked to follow willow and olive and stuff like that i would have thought you know and that surfing and yeah definitely follow hey. that story that'll yeah yeah give him something to burn mate you said he's um you know as we all know in this area he he was homeless for a fair while, um, sort of not really uh, out of necessity, almost out of, in a way of just his own choosing in a in a little bit of a way from what you told me that he, yeah. he did have a house there for a while, but he sort of would just like to be roaming. He loved the freedom, man. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of it was his own choice. Yeah. And, you know, he loved he loved to come up like the Duns for Indian winter. So he'd have summer. Yeah. He, like, he used to live like in his car. But yep. like he'd always want a shed or something over the car so it wasn't cold and get rained on. Oh yeah. So he had like a shed out the back of the Shire, oh, at yeah. Margaret River, Margaret. Yeah, pretty right. much. Yeah. And See. the rangers were awesome and just like turn a blind eye. And then yeah. he had some because he wasn't like creating a mess or anything. No, like that, the you opposite. Know? Yeah. He, you know, he'd make his Tony piles. Tony piles. Yeah. But, but apart from that, he, <laughs> but he's not know, like littering and he's not no. you know, stealing stuff and stuff no, like no, that. He's very right. low. He was impact. low key, mate. He was yeah. low key. And then he'd have a little garage. There was a, a private residence up like near the coast of Dunsborough <laughs> with a garage in the bush and no one lived there. So just, just a holiday house. Yeah. So anyone he'd, ever just, went to. he'd just park up in the garage there in his car <laughs> in the unreal. old Falcon and for winter. And he loved me and he loved, he was like a nomad, mate. Yeah, he, he was, was pretty nomadic. I hey? always see him out at the Dunsborough points and oh, the winter swells and just even, having a look. Even and after he stopped surfing ads, he didn't stop the lover surfing. No, he, he was checking the surf. He was always at Five there. times all, a day. I know he was. Even though he wasn't surfing. And he would never... Wouldn't just be in the main car park. Oh, You'd nah. see like down the the random little I know. car park, or not even the car. He'd just sort of pop up from the bush yeah. and he'd just sit there and watch people surfing. And he'd have know, that classic unreal. straw hat. Yeah, the straw hat. He'd have the straw hat and a, a chalk chill, and yep. he'd be and his secateurs. Yeah, and he'd be belt. wherever the surf was best. Yeah, he'd be there. <laughs> he was, and even though even though he wasn't in the water like we talked about necessarily surfing, he was definitely there in spirit, wasn't he? Like yeah, checking man. it out. He was. He just loved yeah. to be there. And as you say, he was always. He'd always turn up to North Point when it was on. Or always. Turn he'd up always, to like, yeah. you know, 
Castle Rock or something when it was having its days. He was still following the swells and the conditions. It wasn't yeah. like he was just hanging out at any you, old beach. Absolutely. And you know what, Ads? I've got a classic story about that. So, awesome. he, sh- so he shaped me the board. Yeah. So he shaped me the board. Yeah. And my God, it goes. Yeah, I bet it it's does. Like so Is it a singly or a thruster? It's a singly. Yeah, it's not even because he, he, later on he got into window training wheels on those things. Nah, but, <laughs> but it wasn't until later. Like you, if you see a, a Tony Hardy Widowmaker, like, you know, yeah. big fin with a little side. Yep, yep. That's a, that's a later model. Okay. So, because he'd always, like, I'd say, yeah, three fins are sick. He'd go, no, no, no. He's my but, sort of guy. But, yeah, but, you know, like, someone had introduced the thought and he'd come around to that way of thinking in the end. But yeah. back when he'd shaped my one, it was just a single fin. Yeah, Not see. just, it was a single fin. Yeah. And um, I've got to tell you that the biggest wave I've ever had was on that board. On your life? Yeah, in, your in life. my life. Well, that's I've funny because that's, uh, as I've you know, said, I got I've those little never, questions at the end of the potty. That yeah. was one of them. Where's your biggest wave ever? I've so never please tell a bigger me. wave than this one at Bodies. Yep. It was always going to be Bodies, wasn't it? Well, my house, believe it or not, is actually in line with the peak of Bodies. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he can run across the dunes. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah. And this day wasn't like a classic uh, Bodies day. It was a little bit west of the swell. Yeah. It was five and a half meters on the swell boy. So it was, it was, it was. And and Bodies is, you know, an offshore bombing. Offshore bombing. Eight, 900 meters out to sea. I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it is actually. About that. And, and it's, probably though that outer peak would be in the, about over a K. Okay, yeah. And yeah. it's, it's long wave when it's it. It's a long wave. It's crazy. Like, yeah. it's and, a huge wave. And then yeah. once it hits 15 foot plus, then there's a whole nother bubble about another 150 meters further out. It's probably like, further. I think yeah. it's hundreds of meters out. That's so insane. Yeah. A, 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 Blew me away at how long it is when it gets really big. I've just sat down Have the end again. you got a wave off the back? Oh, are you kidding me? Of course not. No, so I, I don't, I've only probably <laughs> I got out and few. sit down the Willow Hardy section down oh, there, which is probably you. already graduated from, mind you, but <laughs> nah, I'm not graduating but, from that end section, mate, I'm telling you. And, and the end section is still 80 metres, 100 metres of 12-foot well, glory. You yeah, know, and like, the scary thing is if you if you break your leggy and end up in that channel between Bombie and Bodies, yeah. You're in trouble. Oh no! Because that's going to drag you straight into the bommy. Oh, and the yeah. bommy's going to be if you know a boat is twelve foot. Bommy's probably fifteen foot, uh, ending on those dry and, rocks. And on, oh. That is that is Jesus. Put the, the wind. People at me have there. passed there. People have died. Yeah, yeah. Have they? Yeah. What more than one? Oh well, one. Yeah, one, it's a person. But we won't go into that. No, well, I don't know. It sounds like a pretty mental story. Oh, it was it was a windsurfing a windsurfing wild maker guy who um, got really? stuck, got sucked out there, and dislocated his shoulder and. Really? Yeah, wow. Know. How long ago was that? Maybe a decade ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I mean, story. it's serious but, water but there. They're the two ba- biggest but, waves on this coast. But, so. but this is it. But to be honest, like I know a number, like a number of guys that were like, I'm done, and a jet ski rocked up. Like, really? Yeah, like uh, this guy, Jeremy Eagleton. Oh, yeah, I know man. Eagles. You know Eagles? Yeah. You ask him, mate. Yeah. He got the, the, the swell, the, 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 like the mega swell that Dorian was at. Norths on, you know. Oh, yeah, one? yeah, I remember you know that one. one. Yeah, he was out Bodies that day. Wow, snapped his board, got washed to bomb He reckons that it was his, he, he was just under again and again and again. He wow. was like, No, I'm done. And he reckoned he came up and like he was pretty much his last breath. And there it was, the hand of God, no. Morris Cole, grabbed him, threw him on the sled, and wow, yeah, dead oh. set. And there's a couple of other guys I know that's happened. Jeez, too. There wasn't many skis around back then either. Oh, no, like what are the chances, eh? Wow, oh, but, um, that's epic. Anyway, going anyway. back to it, five and a half meters swell. Yeah, yeah, fucking hell, you got some stories, kid. Yeah. I tell you, and, and this, fascinating. This day was was amazing because it was no wind, was yeah, no which wind. is the key when you're so yeah, far offshore. Yeah. It was huge, and it was just a few of us out, and we went to the outer bubble. Oh. And um, 
And I'll never forget, I got one that, you know, it was like, whatever, 15 to 18 foot, but it had a massive wall, like that big west, just on the wall. And and I, I chipped into it on this, it's only a 7.8. So by, by the da- the standard of, of what's getting ridden, like what people are riding and yeah. what I've ordered now, it's tiny, but. Yeah, that's what I, I was thinking. Yeah, I remember you yeah, saying yeah, it was totally. a 7.8 and I'm like, mate, everyone's I, riding 9.8s out there now. But it, but I was kind of under it and in perfectly in the spot. And I remember getting and up. Their boards weren't shaped by their dad, the fucking mystical yeah. guru. That's and, the difference. And I was <laughs> just like, like coming from that, you know, that huge outer bomb, just chipping. Like it felt like I, I was not even in the water. As I was really? skipping. I was like a scone skipping. You're, skip, you're, you're foiling. Oh my God. And I came onto the inside and it just the whole thing was coming up. I'm like, no oh my God, I'm going to get barreled here. Sick. And I didn't, but I was, <laughs> it did barrel. And I was just running as fast as I could on this single fin skipping, mate. Wow. And it went honestly like top speed as fast as I could go to the very end of Ads's wow. corner, mate. Thanks, mate. And that that session actually ended. I went back out the back. I think I got four waves or something. And my fifth one was another bomb. And um, I didn't make the drop. Like air dropped. Really? Skipped. Just got obliterated. Snapped my leggy. No vests or No vests nothing. or anything. No. no ski, believe me. Oh. But I knew. So if you ever, if this ever happens to you, here's the tip. Okay, I'm as listening. As soon as that went in, I started paddling for the, straight for the reef. In. Yep. Straight in. You yep. don't go for the channel. No, I never you, go for the channel. It is time to wear it, right? Yeah. And I just remember swimming in, like, I, my board actually wasn't that far away, but, you know, when a huge wave goes past, it's just all this, it's just, it just takes your board. I just yeah. couldn't get to it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember swimming, and I was swimming, oh, I'm going to get to it, I'm going to get to it. And then I could just, I just heard the rumble, mate. Oh, no. <laughs> and I turned around, and there was just this enormous oh. freaking set. Oh. And, jeez, it rumbled me. It, like, oh, just heavy. obliterated. Had, but it, anyway, had it already broken? Before it got to you? Uh, it pretty much had it, it, it definitely had at least two bounces before it got to me. Oh. So it wasn't too bad, but it oh, was massive shit. and pretty the pew bad. was huge. Anyway. Yeah. So um so I've I've got blown across the reef and survived and found my board on the other side of the reef. Yep. Great. Into, into the Went deep in, water. Yep. And there was TH. What? He'd watched it from the top of the dune ads. No. He's like, Oh, I thought that was you. Really? Yeah. And, oh, that's and such an epic let story. Let me just tell you that TH was not an easy man to get a compliment out of. <laughs> no, okay. Good yeah. I remember that the heat that I got the tube of the, the classic. Yeah. I said, Oh, did you see that? Dad goes, Oh, you look like a learner out there. <laughs> <laughs> so who just burn you at any chance? Like wow. and uh and that day he's like, Oh, Oh, yeah, I saw that one. It was a that was a, it was a big wave, and I thought that was you. No way. Yeah, it was probably one of the few kind of. He didn't really crack a compliment, but yeah. I think that I was on that board. I think I, I wow. secretly think he would have seen the, the his board under my arm. And you know what? We actually got the logo redone. You know the the classic yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to go and like get that scanned. Yeah. And then print a whole load of them on rice papers to have yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what they all are. They're yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Oh, but um, that's so, so that's pretty special actually. I haven't thought oh, about mate, that a whole that's lot. But that really, really special. Yeah. Like it's the biggest wave you've ever, ever caught. I'd probably never get away that big. And mate, and he was probably just. Being Tony mm. and hiding in some bush, and no he was on the tiding, and the he dudes. was just watching you, yeah. and he's just on you, and you didn't, you weren't on him, and he's just oh, watching it crazy, all, and eh? then Happened. you come in. I'm so yeah. stoked you didn't lose the board or break the board. Yeah, That's well, it. it's funny you say that because once upon a time I I used to borrow his boards, yeah, and I was riding one at South Point, yeah, and uh, right on dark, snapped the leggy. Oh no, straight yeah. in the rocks. No, there. no, oh. not in the rocks. No, gone. 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah, never seen Phoenix. it again. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was like going to the channel there and just Well, it was dark. In. It was so dark oh, yeah. that it was like the last wave of the night. Oh. Pitch black. I'd always surf till pitch black. Yeah, just what you Such want. Such Swimming around at South Pole. Oh, no. Back in the day, you didn't really think yeah, about sharks. I know. Much, though, did we you, used to free dive like crazy out to sea. Yeah. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, right, mate. That is such a sick story. I'm stoked that uh, you shared that one with me, mate. Uh, we ticked off a few boxes there, biggest waves and all that stuff. And, yeah, to get it with the old man, that, oh, mate, what a special memory. That's unreal. So, um, mate, I'll show you a couple of the singlies I got when we're, when, when we're done yeah, here. Yeah, I'd love to have a look. Yeah, a couple of good ones. <laughs> yeah, um, if you've got one out there, listeners, make sure you hang on to it. Yeah, for sure. Yep, I've, uh, I've definitely got three. And, um, oh, mate, stoked. All right, well... Okay, uh, mate, let's, uh, one of my mates um, who listens to the podcast, his name's Albie. Oh, yeah. Named, named after the great Albie Mangles, because yeah. I think he was a lot like you, actually. He just was renowned for just, as a grommet, just loved to go and sleep in the dunes and go all Albie Mangles Is this Marg's Albie on the big fluoro board? No, no, oh, he's, uh, he lives in Perth. Yeah. Okay. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's sort of only just got back into booging and that. Oh, but, classic. Uh, he's a legend dude, and yeah, he was known as Albie um, yeah. Yeah, for just being a... And LB Mangles and, yeah, and, and cool. living. I love the LB Mangles. Yeah. I went to the LB Mangle movies with mum and dad. Did you? No yeah, way. another story. Yeah, no, mate. another day. The, for those who don't know, LB Mangles was like oh, a, it was but, like a predecessor to Steve Irwin or something like that. But, but, but more, he always had these like really like illustrous girlfriends that oh, would get injured. Shit. They'd get injured and mangled and yeah. remember they were always suing him. Oh, he was a, he was oh, a legend. mate. He was a mad. So. He'd just be like in the middle of the Australian desert. Oh look, there's a camper over there, and it's just oh. some Swedish backpacker oh. by herself. It's like oh yeah, there we he go. must have picked her up at the pub last yeah, night you and know stuck that. her out there. <laughs> he was a legend, <laughs> eh? But anyway, mate, Albie, I was talking to him, he's going, I'm loving the potty. He goes, can you get Gene Hardy on? I want, I really want you to speak to Gene Hardy. I'm like, mate, no sure, it's a it's a great idea. I said, what did you want to ask him? Here we and, go. He, and he just said, oh, mate, I just wanted to ask him about, um, is he, oh, I don't know really his specific question, but it was about basically uh, the only person to, have a cover of Riptide bodyboard and a cover of Australian Surfing Life magazine in the same year or era or whatever. So, mate, you made the cover of both. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, that was um, – it's funny, Matt, because I guess mags are still a thing, but, man, I hope they hang on, hey. Yeah, yeah. You know, yep. but um, back were, in the day, the yep, mags were, were everything. They were everything. They were everything. And, like, yep. just like Insta now, you get all your feeds. Well, you, you, you'd only get – a feed like Riptide was like once every two months. Yeah. And you'd hang on, you'd go to the surf shop, I'd go there every day. Is it is there? the new Riptide? Yeah. Is it in? Is yeah. it in? So, you know, it was a it was um it was just the Bible. Yeah, for you know? sure. And um the cover of Riptide I got was with Shane Guthrie, my mate who oh, shot yeah? photos. Yeah. And the funniest thing about that was I actually um there was a guy called Tim Jones who's, who ended yeah, up with as well. But before that, he, he was, was a bodyboarder a too. Bodyboarder. He? Yeah. And he was the Manta team rep. And I just, he goes, hey, have a, you know, we're over here shooting. Have one of my Mantas. I was like, oh, sick. All Manta right, being a bodyboard. Manta, yeah. yeah. And they're kind of real, like, dogs. They're real they? stiff, right? And oh. and I had a Mac 7, the oh, old yeah. Mac 7 yeah, still. And best, yeah. You see, like, when you have a Mac 7, it's a polyethylene core. And you could lean in and it would like bend and it would like flex you up into the barrel and it was sick, right? Yeah. That's what I was used to. Anyway, Tim's over. We're shooting with um, with Gussie and this day at the box is just pumping, Adzi. Yeah. 
And I've got this damn Manta. It's like my first <laughs> wave on it. It feels like I'm on Grandpa's esky lid. Oh, it feels like you're back on the old Mate, it's wooden po- wooden Cornwall special. <laughs> I'm like, it's a polypropylene core, so it's stiff as an old boot. And I like take off on this wave. It's a bomb. I know it's a bomb. It's a double up. And as I'm at the bottom, I just start sliding out. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and anyway, this thing just goes nuclear round. Wow. And I'm like, just I just couldn't get the speed off the bottom. Yeah. And the last bit is just me getting just vaporized back in the shocky. Then you know those wipeouts when you wipe out in the tube and it feels like there's no water there because you've just slapped the bottom. Yeah. You know, you've ever had that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I hit Probably that. not as much as you, but yeah. Well, <laughs> thankfully, I haven't had too many of them, right? But that wave, it was like the curtains opened oh. and there was a rock and I just cracked it on my hip and my shoulder and my ankle. Oh. And I remember coming up and going, oh, I'm broken. Wow. I'm just broken. And yeah. I went, I just like... Got my little flippers. It got both had got blown off. But I had flipper savers on. Didn't oh, yeah. do a Shane George when I lost them. And yeah, yeah. Pulled them back on and like just wallowed over the channel. And I just lay on my little boogie board <laughs> and 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 lay there for a while. Anyway, the thing ends up being a cover shot. No way. And a triple page pull out. Anti. Oh, pull out. A pull out. Triple and, page. Yeah, and and it's so funny because the cover. I'm sliding out and going. Oh, this big O look. Yeah. And. They've actually like tilted it so it makes like the wave was really round like way, and it made it like vertically look massive. Right. And and it looked like I wasn't sliding out as much. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so that was that right. was the, the That's some old old school uh f- before Photoshop film trickery there. Totally. But <laughs> you know the irony of the cover shot with surfing life, Adzi. What? Tim Jones shot it. Oh, really? So he made up for almost killing me with one of his dastardly esky lid Mantas, yeah. By becoming a photographer, wow. And that day we um we went down to Budge and um it was yeah it was a cranking day and I remember working. I was always I wasn't always that great. At, like I was never that great a surfer, but I was good at working with photographers. Right. You know, like a lot of people they think they're really good at surfing and they'll go with a photographer and they'll go off and they'll do misto stuff and just disappear. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't me. I would work with a photographer. Yeah, and I'd yeah. Sit there and I go, well, if I'm this far away. And a big one comes, I need to, and I'll, we'll get the shot. Anyway, this sick one came, and I remember just, which I was making the drop because it was heavy, it was a left at yeah. Budge, like a good day at Budge, and just standing in it. Are the like, lefts heavier than the rights at Budge, uh, you reckon? They're, they're shorter time. and thicker, I reckon. Okay. The rights are longer, and they're, they're heavy too, but. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> definitely I remember just standing in it and going past Jonesy, and he yeah. was screaming and just standing, and. I knew we'd nailed it. Yes, yeah, like, and when I came off, he's like, "Yeah, that was the one." Blah, blah, blah. And um, how how long after the oh, shot, a few was years? It? Mate. Oh, was it? Like, it yeah. must have been three or four years. Yeah, yeah. So I'd I'd actually had to go away and learn how to surf. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, you did pretty well. <laughs> so you went away for three years, came back, and got a cover shot. Of, I know uh, how yeah. lucky's that. Oh, so I think so you create lucky. your own luck, mate. Yeah, well, um, and mate. Uh, Another one of our listeners and yeah. uh, someone that you would know, Mickey Plowman. Oh, Mickey Plowman's Good a legend. He is a legend. Uh, well, I was Great talking, judge. <laughs> yeah, he's buttery muff, mate. You, you, go. you got your daughters nah, to think about. No, no, he's a good guy. He's unwavering in his uh, honest approach. He's un, he's unbiable, I think. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you can't bribe nah, Mickey Plow. I bet. But uh, he was talking about that cover um, and he reckons the, the Surfing Life one, and he reckons at the time he was... Um, 
hanging out with another old West Oz uh, surfing legend, Kerry Whitford, who oh, was a bit older. Cares. Yeah. And, uh, and he reckons they were talking about it. And I can't remember where they were, but um, he said, Mickey Plowman reckons he was still uh, remembers the conversation because at the time, for a West Aussie to get the cover of Surfing Life, he said it was just so incredibly difficult. The surfing, Australian surfing world was so based in the East Coast. He, he reckons when he told Kerry or vice versa, they were just dumbfounded that you'd managed to do it. It was like this huge achievement. So, I mean, getting any covers an achievement, but it sounds like it was even more difficult. Just pure luck, I reckon. And, <laughs> and um, But it's so funny because, um, yeah, I think, I, I'm sure there was guys like, you know, Kerry rips and, um, yeah. you know, and has ripped for a long time. And I'm sure they're like, mm, that's, this guy was a bodyboarder and he's just waffled his way to like a dream tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, actually just, there's a bit of a theme of that right through my surf career. Like, let me tell you, I was really crap at airs on a bodyboard. Right? Airs? Yeah. Airs. You're a just chunky dude. I'm big and I'm chunky and I yeah. was just at a bus driver style. And 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 similar <laughs> to this, similar to these these cover stories. One day, Billy Morris came out to shoot the box, and I happened to be out there, and and I was coming off the bottom, and I hit a chop, and it just flung me towards the lip, and and it was like it all just happened. Like I went <laughs> up, and and I just perfectly timed it, and I thought I'm just going to do a huge invert. I never do inverts, right? Yeah, right. And I just did this massive it, tabletop it, invert. Yeah, he's doing the motion as we yeah. speak here, listeners. He's and, almost and, and, off and his let chair. me tell you, Adzi, I'd <laughs> never done one before, and I probably never did one after. Yeah. This thing was crazy, Sick. and and it went all over the mags. Wow! It's like I've just been so lucky. Wow! So it's many times. Okay. Awesome. It's and like. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like the photographers just happen to be there. Oh, yeah, well, mate, you said before you work with the photographers, oh, and I always well, think... Well, that's true, but but, but honestly, mate, I think... And a bit of luck. You know, I'm, I'm I'm really rubbish in a heat, but maybe I bring my best to the photo sessions. Oh, see, that's what counts back yeah. in the day. But uh, yeah, no, I'm sure Mick and that were like, they were like, yeah, I'm sure that. I'm yeah. sure a few people were dumbfounded. Were yeah. a little bit like, "How did this guy pull this off?" Because mate, in the nineties, like, oh, it was what, like the was black it? stump over here. Yeah, salt. Uh, was it surfers? Oh! Surfers <laughs> against lid traffic and. It was those shirts getting around. Adam Collins, he was real. Oh real yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah it was a real movement against it. Hey, yeah, it's it was funny real because, anti. At the you know, time. I I had that great surf today, and right before I got out, I saw this guy kind of getting in the car park. I was like, "You, how are you, dude?" Because he was getting ready, I was getting ready, and then he pulled the you know lid out of the car. I was like, "Sick, you know, yeah. going out mugs and your lid." And yeah, went out. Not and many we people... had the best time. Yeah, and he just came in when I came in. We just high five. Like, yeah, because could... you're just out this surfing, I think right? I, I think don't it's get gone, it. man. I think it's gone too. Yeah, it was Jewel pretty point. big. Like I grew up huge. in the '90s in Perth, and it was massive. Like you, you I know, know I was a little litter. You know, thirteen. Wow. Yeah, thirteen years yeah. old. Like most of us at that time, it seemed like almost everyone started on a lid and. Mate, you were so scared walking down the beach no at tricks that you See, you know getting beaten up by really? the stand ups and stuff. Yeah, oh, for that's sure. Scary. See that, yeah. that that definitely never happened in Marks. Like, yeah, yeah. It was you know the guys that were down here were surfing box in North and, and yeah, and that, it was like and know. and then and that carried on for a while. But I think now it's just like man, everyone's like, holy shit, the lids have just pushed the envelope. Yeah, I reckon. And eh? found so many gnarly ways. And they've got and, their. Own, I think it was a real threat. Like I think it was a thing yeah. where hang on, this thing's exploding, which it was. The yep. bodyboarding was exploding. It, it's valid and there's all the kids are no longer surfing. They're all litting. Yeah, that's it right. It was a threat, I think. Yeah. I think that was the problem. Now it's it was, like, yeah. it's quite marginalised. Yeah. And I don't think it's perceived as a threat. So I think everyone's kind of casual with that. Is it, do you think there's less litters getting around down Way there? Way less, yeah. There is, eh? Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, I wonder You what know, like, about. I think the soft, 
the soft surfboards to learn on probably oh, yeah. took a lot out and yeah right it just yeah it was interesting like back in the day like you know Billabong and Quicksilver they all had teams like Rip Curl all had bodyboard teams and then they yep. kind of dropped them and yep. just fell off the radar a bit yeah, and right. yeah it struggled with its management at the top level like surfing's been so lucky to have that solid management yep. for you know quite a long time yeah yeah cool mm. alright mate that's uh, pretty epic stories again um all right, well, we're getting, uh, we just hit the two-hour mark, so we'll... Uh, Wrap up? Yeah, we'll get close. We'll, we won't quite <laughs> nail it right on the head, but uh, right. I'm sure there's so many more cool stories and uh, that you've got to offer. Um, mate, you'll you have to come back and just join us uh, oh, many times over the... Anytime, Ads. Yeah, Anytime, I'd love mate. to. Yeah, and come back for a normal episode. Um, but, uh, mate, let's just do a couple of sort of questions, generic ones that we... Ask everyone, so give us, say, three of your favourite surfers, or two or three, or whatever, and, and why. Oh, I know it's hard to pinpoint, but... All right, it's not. Damon okay. Easto. Ooh, nice. Damon Easto. Yep. Local legend from yeah. this area. Local legend, winemaker. He, um, I just loved surfing with him back at, in the day at North. Oh, yeah. And like you said, it was an era when bodyboarding wasn't cool, and he was just so polite. Yeah, he's... And a, he has yep. such a beautiful style. He does. Um, Damon was one of my favourite guys to surf with, and I reckon. Heavy charger. Heavy charger. Yeah. Yeah. And and like you say, he's such a good bloke um, that he, yeah, he would have done it, as you say, politely. And he, oh, I could never imagine him just being a mate, dick to a bodyboarder never. for the sake he of it. Never. He was never. And he always just got his waves. Probably because he just got so tubed. How could, yeah, he, how yeah, could he not be it. happy? Um, so definitely, Damon. Um, D-Mac. D Mac and the Mackers. I love the Mackers and, and yeah. like Bronte now and all the girls. Oh. I just really love surfing with those guys and, and I've kind of last year up north was and just throughout my whole surfing time I've always Dave's always been there. Like yeah, sick. you know, love watching him surf. Well, I guess you're in a very similar position potentially now and you know, with a really good surfing daughters and sharing that lifestyle, you know? That'd be the dream. But I guess I guess even like even now, just going to do the nationals and travelling, it's we're yeah. getting to explore and have fun as a fam so yeah, yeah. I, you know it is awesome and it's awesome to see what dave's done i'm sure bronte's offering more than a helping hand where she can if when she's, she's got time she's great just yeah, to go to out and have little, yeah she's yeah. always like we'll all go up and and you know jury off and she's yeah, yeah. always a it's great oh, really really awesome. nice Fantastic. um so that's that's been really yeah. really really good yeah um are we going to keep it west aussie Nah, anyone you like, mate. Um, I think I think you are quite influenced by home, though. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, you've been... I can understand why you've chosen these guys because, I mean, you're in a pretty unique position like where you've just born and raised in Margie's to a mm. surfing, shaping enigma of a father in this tight-knit surfing community back in the time when it was much smaller. So, man, you're just like... You're just part of the fabric of... This surfing community that's really, mate, you're so lucky. So I guess that's yeah, why you're so influenced by. It. So they're the ones these, that really influence. I yeah. guess let's go a bit modern day though. Okay then. Like the the, the people, the, who's really doing it for me right now? I love a couple of the young Aussie guys. Yeah. Right, who I want to see do really well. Yeah. Obviously Jack Robbo. Of course. And um, so I guess it's, I want to be real quick, Jack Robbo. Hey, mate, you can say as many as you want. <laughs> We're uh, here Jack to talk Robbo shit, and so. Chipper are amazing, yeah, of right? Of course. Those two. I love it. West yeah. Aussies, let's keep it going. And um, and Ethan. Ethan Ewing. Ethan How Ewing. good is his style? Yeah, he's got the style. I think, I think you know, Jack and Chipper obviously charge and, and they've got all that amazing stuff in the tube. But uh, Ethan, Ethan's, for me, he's, he's just so on point right now. Yeah. Incredible, eh? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a couple of clips of him at Halle Eva just recently. Oh. And, 
Wow, those big open swooping turns. So, Amazing. So smooth. Power. But all those three, I hope they all end up on tour. Yeah. You know? Sick. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully Wilcox gets a couple of um, wild cards. By the time this comes out, he, he might might have already got them. He's a champ, mate. Love yeah. That guy. Surely. Mate, Ripkell's sponsoring it and West yeah, Aussie. And I know he'll be in the trials for the um, yeah. for the slot and Margie. So let's hope. How was that like that Helly Eva wave when he got beaten in oh, that by heat? Slater. That, that, oh, if that he got through that heat, he'd have been on, I reckon. Yeah, that's But he right. took it like a champ. That's the thing. Yeah. That really is It was against Slater. What do you do? I mean, what do you do? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, and I had one here, best ever board, but I think I know the answer to that question. It surely be... Yeah, I'm going to go with it. Let's go with that. Yeah, it's my only not, worst, man. one and only, mate. I could oh. almost cry thinking about that. Yeah, it's just so you yeah. should. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be the 7 8 Tony Hardy shaped by your dad, the only board he ever oh, shaped. I've had to pester him for a get oh, it. Oh, that's so sick, man. So funny. That's epic. I've ordered your blank. Yeah, just like. <laughs> not, I'm going to do it, or what do you. Yeah. I've ordered your blank. Yeah, just yelled it at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking cool, man. Oh, it's so and, funny. Um, so yeah, so. Maybe I know it's always hard to. I could never even pinpoint my best ever session mm. slash tube, but mm. um, you know, I always reckon there's probably like a top ten. Yeah. You know? So just give us one from the top ten that's potentially that just jumps out at you real quick. That the the bloody Mister Tubos at Libidos or nah, nah, there's the best tube of the best. Like that was the longest tube that the Tubos won. But it was only yep. like three foot. Yep. Um, I reckon the best tube I've ever had in my life was at Toomey's. Yep. And it was a day, and I've got it on my wall, Ooh, like a photo of it. Do you? And again, that bloody photographer yeah, was mate, there. How can that be? Who, who took that photo? Uh, tungsten. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So From the back. land? From the water. Oh. Sick sequence, yeah. Did he swim, did he? He, he was on a bodyboard, actually, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with, the, with the reasonable housing. But um, yep. the day was flat, started flat, and there was meant to be a swell and a heap of, it was kind of back in the days when swell forecasting was pretty dodgy still. Yeah. And a, a few crew left, like a few oh. crew left. There weren't that many guys there anyway. About lunchtime, it just started hitting. Just Sick. started hitting. Went out and um, made it picked up quick. Like suddenly it was six foot and bombing. Where? Wicked. And um, I was kind of like only in my early 20s and I had like a really good um, Colin Laddams. Oh, Colin cool Laddams. 6'9". Yeah. yeah. And, the West um, Aussie shaper. Yeah, and I'd been, I'd actually, I did a nine-week stint in that campsite. Oh, nice. And I was towards the end of it, and I was feeling, never felt, I've never felt so fit and so confident. Yeah, right. And this just bomb came, mate. Sick. And um, I remember just my eyes bulged, and it wasn't actually my turn. Yeah. And I was down the pack, a l- there wasn't much of a pack, but um, yeah. there was there was a person a bit further up than me on a bodyboard. Ah. And I remember looking, and I remember looking, and just went, he's not going. Really? And you could yeah, just sense he wasn't I could going? just sense it. And yeah. I just put my head down and paddled so hard. And I took one look back. I watched him, like his eyes, just because this thing was raining. And he pulled back. <laughs> and I just went, oh, and free fell down it. Yeah. And uh, just made the drop. Like every tomb is bomb. Yeah. You're just, you're either getting smashed or you're making. Just making. Just. Hank, toenail, right? Toenails in Total the works. Total toenailer. And then, yeah, came around and did the big, like, triple, like, big step. And I did a floater in the barrel and. Um, I think the thing had like three or four barrels on it, a yeah. massive spit, and Weird. and then he shot the, that. I think it was the second barrel on it. But, second um, section barrel. Yeah, yep. and it ran in. Um, it's actually in um, like this world surf book. But oh I, yeah. yeah, like, like a coffee table book style. Yeah, thing. like yeah. this coffee table book and a couple of things. But um, I just yeah, I, I, I never forget that one because wow. um, 
just yeah, it was you know those waves, it's so crisp and the thing was 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 nasty. Yeah, yeah. It's actually right. my Facebook profile photo. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, there okay. we go. I'll be because yeah. I'll be pilfering a couple of photos for there you go when we uh, release the episode that I like to chuck on there when we yeah. put it up on Insta or, or wherever. Yeah. Oh, that's sick, mate. And oh, the, the, that photo is like when it gets a bit more perfect down the line. It went really yeah. round, but the stuff up line was really skippy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. All right, and. Um, Mates, what about uh, the the best trip of all time, surf-wise? You had some pretty long ones, so I guess they sort of, one country blends into another oh, there. Oh, man, they're all so good at. <laughs> they're all so good. How about, I'll just go real recent. Okay. I just I just took my kids to the wave pool. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, we went wicked. for the, um, the, the National Grom Search comp. Jacob Wilcox gave... Um, Olive, a wild card. Oh, right. My youngest daughter and Molly Pickle and Pick Willow. So they had to get a wild card to get in. Oh, okay. And um, and we went across there and we went, I think we went like eight days before the comp. We spent eight days sitting in the hotel across from the wave pool. Really? Just, yeah. Just surfing it every day. Just surfing it every day. And then we went down to Torquay and stayed with Flano, the Rip Curl manager guy. Wow. And I took the girls to this, like the, the biggest shopping center in the Southern Hemisphere. It was just a crazy funny wow, trip. That's classic. It was so, so different funny. to the traveling it was trips so of you. Different, yeah. and you know, like I'm sure there's been like every trip's great, right? Yeah, yeah, that's but right. But that trip was, and then you know, like Willow ended up winning the comp, and and then she really, went, yeah. yeah. What did just, she win for that? Uh, she won, she won like a whole heap of Rip Curl stuff because it was the Rip Curl Grom Search oh, national okay. final. Yeah, right. And then uh, and then she got to kind of represent Rip Curl a few days later, like at the um, Summer Looks Good on You campaign launch okay for, for rip curl kind of global wow. the whole yeah it was crazy it was That's like awesome. um and and we just it was so funny because you'd book in your session yeah and it might have been 10 o'clock at night and really? it was yeah <laughs> and you knew when your sessions were there was no point going for an early ads yeah yeah you know because <laughs> you're gonna have a session there goes my whole strategy and you're gonna yeah you're gonna have your 15 waves wow and um and like, so we had like, we might have had a couple of sessions, like, you know, my 11 year old and Willow and I, at like 11 o'clock, we finished. No you way. come in, you go across the hotel, they're still serving like seafood platter and you'd be playing pool and they're off at midnight. And it was just that's, so, that's, yeah, so like bizarre. Land. It's so like bizarre. Jumping into the future a hundred years or something. And, and I'm not saying that it was necessary. It wasn't better than the ocean, yeah. but it was just different. Yeah, it's, it's And really it was different. just, we, you know, we learned to, I, I taught the girls how to play pool. Yeah, and we played pool against, you know, some of the other competitors and wow. just had a really, really, really fun trip. It, it sounds expensive if you had to pay for it all off your own back, like that uh, you know, hotel and the and the pool. Obviously, you got the pool for free, I'm, I'm no, guessing. No, no, I had to shell out. But oh, um, <laughs> and, and like it's 80 bucks a session. Oh, yeah. So, That's you, know, bad, you know. No, it's really not. Like, yeah. okay, Adzi, how much are we going to pay for a boat trip? Let's yeah, go to the yeah. mints. What's oh, it going to cost you? It's 250 a day, 350 a day. Let's it? say, so So the mints is 350 a day. Yeah. And you're going to go for 10 days. So you've yeah. dropped three and a half grand. You've yeah. got airline tickets. You've dropped five grand. Yeah. You always buy right? a new stick, new board bag, new you've leggies. You've probably got, yeah. dropped Boardies. six or seven. Yeah. Well, this trip, the hotel there is awesome, but it's only three starts. 120 a night. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah nice. 120 a night across Sick. the road. So like 10 nights, it's 1,200 bucks. Oh, yeah. You know, okay, I dropped 10 sessions in the pool. That's 800, so I'm at 2K. Yeah. Maybe the whole trip was like a 4K trip. Yeah, okay. For all the family yeah, right. to get hundreds. Do you know how many waves were fat they caught in the pool? 
None. <laughs> we got barreled like a hundred times. You know? Yeah, when you start breaking it down to, to ba- dollars I, per I'd barrel. Hate to, I'd hate to commoditize it. No, that's, no, but it's, you do it just for shits and giggles, you know? Like, totally. But yeah. if you said, okay, I reckon that we did the whole trip for the cost of one person going on a boat trip. Yeah. And and, and it was fun and it was new and it was novel. And, and, yeah. and there was a contest and there was the rip curl factor. And Far, yeah. there was a whole lot of real, like, amazing things. But And also it was a bit, like, edgy because... When we flew there, the, the border was closed. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 oh, it, was, oh, it was there on spec. I had a whole load of plans. I was like, well, you know, if it goes down, we're going to have to drive. We'll drive to New South yeah. Wales and then we'll... Almost had the danger element of a South, Afri- Afri- uh, South American road trip I or did, something. Mate. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because the girls are caught in COVID um, um, on the run now. As we speak. In, in New South yeah, Wales. They're doing the same thing. That yeah. It's running from borders yet again. Yeah, well, so that that trip was classic, wow, that is and just cool the trip. family element. I would have loved yeah. if my wife was there, but in a way, like having both the girls, and we had to do schoolwork and stuff too. Oh wow! Oh, it was funny, mate. That's God, it was funny. Crazy. Yeah, um, mates. Uh, okay, that's awesome. What about um, worst wipeout? Oh, I mean, you've given us a couple already, the good ones, the friends. Yeah, yeah. But so you, you notice, have you noticed the theme? So both of those had stitches in the head. Yes. But nothing comes close to this. All oh, right. you beauty. Glad so I I've been around Australia. It was 99, eight months on the road. Came back. My first surf back after I was so chuffed to be back home. North was on. Oh, yeah. And um, it was getting late in the afternoon. And the fabled North Point, Queen yeah, of the yeah, Coast. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, oh, this is my wave. It's a wave in. And I took off and a guy crumbled my section and I had to go straight. I was like, yeah. I'll go out and get one more. Went out and I got, and a big one came. Yeah. And I remember getting a pretty big one. It's on my back end, no helmet. Yeah. And I pulled into this barrel, kind of pig dogging, not that great pig dog back then. And the foam ball just wiped me. Yeah. And I went up. Like over kind of in the lip and as I landed on the water my board was coming up and it just clobbered me oh. straight in the forehead oh. and um, Bryce did you see that injury that Bryce got at North this year like that horrendous like forehead no. tire. Okay. who's that Bryce who uh, I don't know Bryce's second name okay. but it was yep. so similar to this really? anyway so it opened me up from kind of between my eyes just up so from there yeah like a, a, a full um harry potter from there yeah right up to my hairline and yep. that goes the same distance up into here oh a big v shape just a big v just the whole forehead oh, torn man. apart wow and uh, it was like getting baseball bat in the head oh. and um, i remember coming up and just going oh that sucks you must have a solid noggin on yeah, you. yeah i reckon i and think the afro must help a bit I of cushioning it helps it seems to be a target the board just <laughs> aims at it and yada nickel was there he was about yeah. 12 and he yeah. was oh are you are you all right <laughs> and uh, he was like tiny and i yeah. was like nah i'm not all right can you <laughs> can you just make sure i don't pass out of the way in i said oh, to him, he's like well paddle with you he was really great like good on him <laughs> and um i paddled in mate and i got stitched up and um i had um i think i had 27 internals oh man and then a whole load up here Wow. And um, the next day, my girlfriend was going surfing at Budge, and I said, oh, I'll come up and film you. I can't surf, but I'll come up. And I walked the up. and Next it, day? Yeah, it was really dumb. And all this blood like went to my head, and I ended up with this hematoma. Just for those, yeah, just to put it into perspective, the walk to Budge oh. is like a two-kilometer walk down a soft, soft sand, sand beach. beach. Yeah, and yeah. my head blew up, mate. So I you walked up, all the way down there? Yeah, and oh. I ended up like... Having the, like, like it looked like an alien. Wow. With all these oh, stitches. And then really my dangerous. eyes went black. It's like, so my eyes closed actually in the end. 
They were black. My ears were black and my gums, just black with all oh, the blood black coming down. gums? No way. It was way. disgusting, mate. Wow, and, that uh, sounds very really dangerous. I don't think you should have done that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, nah, it was pretty dumb. But, wow. Um, yeah. It was horrible. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah well, well. If I'd had my helmet on, it wouldn't happen, I reckon. I reckon it you know. would have just clipped the front of it it's there. It's an ad for, for helmets. Yeah, you are an ad oh, for no. helmets. Yeah, that's oh, for yeah. sure. Um, well, they're making a bit of a, a resurgence. Oh, yeah, they are. How's Owen? Owen's yeah, running. Owen, and then a few other people on yeah. the back of that. So. Mate, there's a lot to be said, you know. Yeah. Helmet, um, Willow used a Kevlar gaff on and the pool in beast mode, and she oh. was slapping the concrete with the left, right, and center. Like, was she? Yeah, it's gnarly. Wow. Concrete. Oh, heaps of injuries, mate, over there. At the pool? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Hitting everyone, hitting the bottom hard? Hitting the bottom. Wow. Oh, oh. board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose it's such a tight little sucky. So tight. Thick. Yeah, 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 wow. Crazy. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. All right, mate. Well, um, geez, we've, uh, it's been really good. It's been covered some awesome. ground. Yeah, we're covering some it's ground. Been awesome. Some bloody good stories, man. And, uh, thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks, Ed. Um, mate, just, uh, just quickly, just give us a wrap on your, on your business that you're, you're doing. You do the Cape to Cape yeah, so, tours. So just so give us a quick Cape insight to Cape on that. Cape to Cape Explorer tours was, um, it's kind of, I think we started like 11 years ago. Yeah, right. 11 years ago. And it was, um, just a, you know, like a little moonlighty project, really. A mate of mine, Sean Scanlon, who lives in Dunsborough, he was the marketing manager at Smith and said, hey, can you do a little walk for us? We've got um, some cor- a corporate client coming. Yeah. And I've been doing a whole lot of stuff around like interpretive walks in national parks, for national yep. parks. And yep. I said, yeah, of course I can do that. So I put a little thing together and went and did that and then um, did a couple more of those. And then well, kind of first like $1,000 I earned, I put into... Um, on Sunny, my wife's suggestion, put into um, a logo and a website. Okay. And bush, China. That was it. Yeah, it grew from there. And then, um, you know, it, like any little business, it was kind of tough at the start. And, um, you know, I had a couple of partners along the way and yep. um, they really helped out in points. And um, then we actually kind of acquired the Surf Point Resort like the business of, of the resort down at Prevley. Okay. So we've got like 26 rooms and 10 glamping tents there. Right. And then we've created a catering company that does all the catering for the hike. So right. it's a seven-day hike. Okay. And we've got like you know like a number of buses. Yeah. So you pick up in Perth, come down, do seven days hiking, staying at the resort, eating like the food that we produce. Wow. And then, and then truck them back. Oh, I had no idea it was such a big operation. I thought it was yeah. like... People rocking up and you just take them out for nah, like six hours for nah, a cruise around. Nah. <laughs> so yeah, most people with us are about to walk 124 k's. Oh really? So it's they do the full Cape to Cape, the then? full Cape, Cape to Cape, mate. Cape yep, the Lord. whole thing. And like right. you know, it's um. And do you do it most of the time with them? Oh, not anymore. No, no you used to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I but, used to guide. But it. you've obviously always got a guide. Yeah. And, and well, not always. Some people no? do it self-guided. So oh, we do all the logistics. So we okay. make it so people can just book. They okay. Just book. Yep. And um. And the way they, you know, like people will, you know, come from all over the world, really. Yeah. And they can go online. Oh, yep, there it is. Got all the bits. There's yep. the thing. There's the itinerary. And bam. And, and just you just pull. provide all the little sleeping mats there. and everything. Can... Well, no, they're in a resort. Oh, they don't sleep yeah, out ever? Nah, you don't sleep out. Oh, yeah. You know, those people do the cake. Tony would be they very disappointed. Tony would be disappointed. <laughs> mine is the tool for softies, mate. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, and my, you know, my, my median age would be 60. Oh, would it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah that's right. Oh, and then we do big schools as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we kind of do schools and we do, but but really our bread and butter is these um, kind of awesome, like, you know, maybe semi-retired or, and they, they hike all around the world and they're really yeah. interesting. And, yeah, right. And we have, we have 
quite a few staff and, and yep. it's like a big family, mate. Awesome. It's, um, yeah, it's, oh. I'm really blessed. And so my main role is kind of sales and management, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it started from just the passion of the coastline. And, oh, and the fully bush, just so. walk along this, like, what a canvas to sell. Come yeah. on, ads. It's yes. not hard. Like, <laughs> it's the best, right? Oh, mate. It's unreal. Yeah. So we just make sure that we've got incredible quality food. Yeah. Really good. Like, yeah, that's what gets the diet. reviews, isn't it? The, yeah. the food and the, the, and the it's after the service. Yeah, this is it. So we know the walk's amazing, but all those little bits have to be seamless. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's it's always interesting. It's never a dull moment. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> In COVIDville, we've had to pivot and yeah. wiggle and, and shift. and um, yeah. But, yeah, it's not been bad. It's, yeah, it's cool. going quite well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, there you go. Um, thanks so much Beautiful. for coming in, Gene. Um, there's some great stories there and a bit of history. I hope we got to, uh, you know, find out a bit about the man Gene Hardy and, he, and his family in this um, interview. So it's been awesome. And, um, mate, yeah, we're keen to get your daughters in as a maybe a little bonus section, have a quick chat to them and, uh, yeah, see if we can't stick it on the end of this. But, mate, thanks so much for coming in and, uh, you're a bloody great storyteller, uh, a fantastic surfer, and a great human, and an awesome role model for your daughters, man. So Aww. well done. I um, look forward to sharing the lineup with uh, the whole clan. Oh, again, it's so always fun, isn't it? Yeah, Tell us yeah. some of those laughs we got last year. <laughs> Hooted each other in. It's oh, so no, fun, isn't yeah, it? Oh, yeah, well, mate, they'll leave me for dead soon. They'll, they'll, <laughs> They're they'll, leaving me for dead. It stinks. <laughs> they, they, they'll graduate and yeah. I'll just be waving to them as they go past now. But, I'm um, going to keep out there though, Ads. I'm not I'm not going to give it up. I'm yeah, not going to no, TH it out. I'm going to be bodyboarding until yeah. you're just going to have to roll me into some kind of little hole. Yeah, exactly. Probably, probably dug in the dunes one day. <laughs> and Sick. right there will be a happy a happy human, mate. Happy, who's, salty, hairy yeah, little ball. Who's spent, who's spent far too much time at the beach. <laughs> and... Um, I remember, I think when I was 17, walking back from Budge, mate, and it was like the most pumping day. And I remember it was dark and I was just grinning to myself the whole way. And I remember thinking, if lightning struck me right now, <laughs> I would die a happy man. Wow. Mate. That's and a... I've never felt different, hey? Really? That's yeah. so good, man. Well, yeah, you can yeah. feel it in, oh, I love it. in in the lineup when you're surfing with you. So yeah. it's fucking awesome, mate. Awesome, mate. Thanks, Thanks so for much. having me, Adzie. Yep, bloody good fun. Woo! All right, everybody, uh, you've been listening to Barrel Surf Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this session. I definitely enjoyed it. Peace out. Okay, it's bonus section time. Uh, You're listening to Barrel Surf Podcast, and part of this little bonus episode here, I have the two young, ripping women surfers, the future of surfing, Willow Hardy and Olive Hardy. How you going, girls? Good. Good, thanks. So nice to be on here. Yeah, cool. Thanks for... uh, Jumping in the truck here, and we're using Northeast Truck as a studio. It's pretty cool, and we're down here at the Yelling Up Shred Fest this weekend. Um, and I just thought I'd have a chat to you girls because we uh, just did an epic podcast with your dad. So we'll start with you, Olive, since you've got the mic in your hand. <laughs> how old are you? I'm 11. 11, and how old's your sister Willow? 14. 14. So you girls have been on an absolute tear the last year. I was up in Nalu with you guys, and sitting down the second section and uh, trading some bombs. I saw Willow get the, probably the tube of her life, I'm guessing, up there. That was pretty epic. And um, you girls are just surfing an absolute bunch. You're just surfing all the time. I'm, I'm seeing you everywhere. So um, just tell us a little bit about uh, when you first got into surfing, all those many years ago. Um, can you remember where your first wave was, Olive? Your first clean face wave? Um, I think it was in like the very first wave I actually caught. Dad pushed me and I, and I think it was in like Byron Bay. Byron Bay? Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was going to be Huzzers for sure. <laughs> well, I did go to Huzzers um, like 
a couple of years later. Yep. Um, unfortunately, my first experience was a bit traumatizing. Was I it? crashed into the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Down the bottom. I was trying to stand up. I was feeling really pleased with myself. And then I just crashed into them. So I was just standing on the rocks with this huge foam board just crying. Oh, no. oh <laughs> Good old Huzzers dishing out the beatings. Yeah. So but you got your first clean face in Byron Bay. What at the pass? Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. And um, what about your first ever wave, Will? I've got a bit of inside info on your first wave. It's got an epic story behind it. Yeah, I was actually just at the lagoon here at Yells. I was on like a board my grandpa shaped. I like, know. Dad yeah. still rides it today and I sometimes have a go on it as well. Wow, so your first ever wave was at the lagoon here in Yelling Up. That's yeah. pretty cool for a Margie's stalwart, an absolute uh, Margaret River, legendary Margaret River surfing family. And you got your first wave in... In yelling up. So here's a couple of answers I didn't expect. Byron Bay and yelling up. I thought they were both going to be huzzers. But, um, mate, yeah, you got your first wave on um, a Tony Hardy-shaped single fin, which is your grandfather, obviously. And, yeah, Gene uh, talked about it in the podcast. I just thought that. And he told an epic story about that board. And I just thought it was uh, such a cool thing that, that you got your first ever wave on it. Yeah, definitely. I still, like, sometimes get to take the board out. Like, Dad wrote it yesterday, actually, but... Sometimes just out at centres I have a go. Oh, um, yeah. And for like paddle battles, that like for like the <laughs> yelling at classic, like for the paddle competition, I've taken it out a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a 7-8 or something, isn't it? So that's yeah. as good as like a 10-6 for you or something, a pretty big board. Yeah. What uh, what size boards are you riding uh, most of the time these days? Um, I'm normally on like 5-4s and Olive's on like 5-2s. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and is that, what about if it gets a bit bigger when you're going up to Nalu and stuff like that on those bigger days, you same sort of stuff or? Um, yeah, well, I just had a new like 5-8 arrive, like from the Goldie DHD and that's like, can't wait to ride that one up north. Yeah, sick. And like, we got it because I'm in the trials this year for the Pro, which is really exciting. The, oh, the trials for the Margaret River Pro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh cool. Yeah, I qualified through our board rider event. So oh, no way. Yeah, hopefully we get some good waves for oh, that one. Oh, man. I hope it's big because, uh, I don't know, I've just got a feeling that when it's big, you, you could really rattle some cages. I've, I know you're only uh, 14, but, <laughs> mate, I've seen you in some pretty big waves and you look pretty comfortable, and especially big big left-handers out at um, Margie's. You, you'd be backing yourself out there if it's six to eight foot, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, we had our state round there a couple of, like, maybe a month ago, and it was pretty solid, like, out on a bubble. It's just on, like, a seven-foot board, just, like, well, yeah. taking off, just, like, <laughs> knifing it, not really doing turns, but just making the drop. Oh, that's epic. And I heard you got a perfect 10 in that thing. Yeah, yeah. just, like, got, just, like, scratched into a big one, did some, like, carbs. It's pretty, yeah, like, exhilarating and stuff. Oh, that's sick, man. Oh, well, I'm stoked that you're um, in the trials. That's pretty exciting. Um Never know, mate. Could be in Rotto as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> make it, make a tilt for it at uh, at fourteen years old. That's cool. I'm going to be watching that for sure, um, mate. Uh, you did get an epic barrel last year, right in front of me at Nalu. That was probably your your best ever barrel. I'm I'm guessing um, would have been up there because it was a a decent one. Um, it was better than any barrel I got all trip, so you definitely trumped me. But mate, can you remember your first barrel? Surely you girls can remember it. It can't be that long ago, can it? <laughs> um, my first barrel's probably like at Bluff, like maybe three years ago or two, like first actual barrel. Cause like, cause of the gastro, there was no one up there. Like we were staying at three like miles. gastro? Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. just like me, Rye Dempsey, Coral. And I think that's it in the lineup, just like going wave for wave. And I was like, I kept just straightening out. And I just wasn't getting it, wasn't getting it. And then all of a sudden I pulled and I just got this view. I was like, oh my God, like, this is it. Sick. 
and you got the vision came out. Yeah. Epic. What about you, Olive? Uh, being the ripe old age of 11, can you cast your mind back to when you got your first barrel? Um, Have you actually, had a barrel yet? I, I had I hadn't been barreled when I was eleven. My first barrel was actually very recent. It was at Urban Surf. Oh, was it? Is that yeah. your first barrel yeah, ever? Yeah. Um, is in a pool. Yeah, and wow. like, oh, it's so different. I think to the actual water because you like take off and the bottom just like fall like falls. It's so wow. cool though. And like my first wave on the barrel setting there, I didn't even realize it was barreling, and I pretty much just speed pumped past it. And then I only got one barrel, and I was like. I was so pleased I claimed it. And then we looked at the photos from the thing and it had like a sequence of me in the barrel and then coming out and claiming it. No way. That's, so that was that's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, your dad talked about that trip. He reckons it was one of the best surf trips he's ever done. Uh, and I guess it. Uh, I can guess I can see why now. I mean, his daughter just got his first ever barrel there and that's just, uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's a whole new generation of surfing that someone can say, well, I actually got my first barrel in a wave pool. So, yeah, that's pretty crazy. But, uh, mate, um, I'm sure, have you had any barrels in the ocean ever? Um, no. I've still haven't had one. I've been trying. Yeah. I, tr- I kind of kind of got a little head dip at Trig in the state round. Oh, did you? Just pulled into a closeout. Yeah, cool. But I haven't had any, like, actual barrels yet, oh. but that's going to... That's kind of like my goal by the end of the year to try to get like an actual barrel in the ocean. So, yeah. <laughs> mate, the <laughs> way weird to say in the I ocean. Know, it, it does sound it sounds weird too, but uh, it's pretty funny, um, mate. The way you were surfing yesterday, I'm guessing your first barrel is coming pretty soon. Um, the waves down here at Yelling Up Main Break was sort of you know there were six foot sets yesterday. It was it was solid, and I seen you take off on a like a solid five footer right out on the peak and. Uh, with your dad being a goofy footer and your sister being a goofy footer, I'm sure you're just getting going a whole bunch of lefts all year round, but there was a nice big right hander for you yesterday and mate, you absolutely tore it apart. It was my favourite wave of the whole day. Um it was yeah, I was I was claiming that you dropped your purse on it. I think we say the drop wallet, but mate, you must have had about three purses. You just kept dropping it all over the place. So mate, that was uh, epic. Well done on that. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to really watching you guys and being West Aussies, we're, we're always proud to get behind our West Aussies. And I think you girls have definitely got a bright future, so keep up the good work. Um, and you girls have been competing a fair bit in like uh, state rounds and sort of nationals and stuff like that. How, how did you fare up um, the last year or two? Where did you finish up? Um, last year, I got third overall in the state for the under-14s. Under-14s, but you were only 10. Yeah, the time. last year, yeah. 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 Yep. And then in nationals, I got 13th overall. Okay, so. in the under-14s as well? Yeah. Don't they have an under-12 vision? Yeah. Well, they do. It's like a mixed and it's oh, okay. just they don't go to nationals. So oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of just like the fun event just before the actual state rounds. Yeah, But sweet. I did also have a go in that. Yeah, cool. And it was really fun. So. Yeah, epic. And Willow? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> Oliver's beating the boys. Uh, <laughs> was she? Olive, mate, you know what? You girls, the boys aren't going to like this, but I reckon up until the last two heats yesterday, the girls actually were surfing better. It was only <laughs> the under-18 boys just pipped you at the end with some bigger, heavier turns. But, mate, you chicks were flat-out ripping. Like, you were actually beating the boy. Like, you got like a 9-6 or something for your wave. You would have beat every boys heat that morning so that must feel pretty good sticking it to the boys yeah <laughs> um and willow what about your competitive uh history in the last year or two you've won state championships at least i'm guessing and maybe more um yeah well 
at the Wafel when I won like a national rip curl final. Oh, uh, cool. A couple of months ago. Yeah, right. And then last weekend up at Trig, I won the under 18 like state um, round state thing. State championship. Yeah. yeah. And yep. then I'm like in the under 16s. I think I'm coming like equal, so in Geraldton we'll see where that one goes. Yeah, right. But you've already stitched up the under eighteen one, have you? Yeah. That's done for the year, state yeah. champ. So is that your first time as a state champ or Yeah, I've actually been doing like I've come runner up maybe like four years in a row now. Like, oh really? Yeah, every year. It's Who's been, been like, beating you? Um some girl five years older than you. <laughs> well <laughs> it's funny. I'm like my so I have like one year with like girls like a year older and then the next year have girls of a year younger because I'm like in the oh, middle yeah. of everyone. Yep. Yep. So just like different people every time. Yeah, cool. Uh, and what about the nationals last year that was all video stuff? Did you have a crack at that? Yeah, I think I came fifth oh, overall. Yeah, cool. yeah, it was pretty like hard getting the clips. Like some mornings I woke up at three Three. Like, to get down, there was this day at Injun. It was like, dad is the biggest frother. Paddling out, and dad was just like on the beach getting nailed by mosquitoes, just in the sleeping bag, <laughs> zipped up. He was he? He looked like a cocoon. He was no like way. filming. We were both like blue, and I like couldn't see. I was like the only one. I was like, this feels so dodgy. It was oh, probably like, the time we got there, was like four. I was like, oh, it's kind of <laughs> like, I still can't surf lefties. I surfed it every day, apart from the day we went to Inji for like, um, six weeks waking yeah. getting down at like 4 30 and i just like it was so intense i definitely prefer the not video ones oh. it was still good to <laughs> really? do something different oh your dad's such a frother too just cracking the whip on you girls at three in the morning i love it but he he cracks the whip <clears throat> in such a positive way yeah he's not definitely. i've seen him in the water and the way the relationship that he's got with you girls in the water it's not an overbearing soccer dad yeah. at all. It's just like you guys are all best mates and it's all positive. He's not pushing you to do anything no. you don't want to do, but it seems like you just are pushing each other out of froth like two mates would. It's actually yeah. a, a really great surfing coach, dad, daughter relationship you yeah. guys have got. That's for sure. You know, you see some people really pushing their kid and their kid doesn't want to do it. Sounds like maybe he didn't want to be out there at three in the morning on a on a thing, but that's fair enough. But um yeah. mate, no, the way he does it is is really, really good. It's organic and really natural. I, I really enjoyed sharing the lineup with um you girls and your dad for sure. Yeah, but, um, definitely. And he's an absolute frother of the highest yeah. order. So uh, it's pretty cool <laughs> having him as your dad. So what's next for you girls? You got the trials coming up. Um what's the plans this year? Um well, apart from the trials, I think, well, obviously we're probably going to go up north and maybe hopefully go over east again and um, maybe me and Dad might go for like a swell run down to like Vico and stuff, but like nothing's oh, yeah. really confirmed. We're just going to see what happens. Need to start um, honing your bells game, don't you? Because there's <laughs> always comps coming up down there, isn't there? Yeah. Just throw a little wave pool trip in with it. I just really want to surf in booties. Like I've never surfed in them. And I don't really? know why. I just have an <laughs> obsession with them, but... Mum and Dad won't get them for me down here, but this winter they said, like, if we go to Bells, I can get booties. Mate, I wear booties every surf yeah. around here. I love it. Finally, someone yeah, who likes it. Go. Mum and Dad are like, it's like surfing gumboots. You won't be able to do it. But no, I know. you get used I to it. Booties. And then when you go to Indo, you're, you're like three days ahead of everyone else because yeah. you're just ready to surf in booties. It's no problems. Exactly. I, I just did it because I always had sea ulcers on my feet for years and years. I just had a hole yeah. in my foot that wouldn't go away. And I started wearing booties and they all healed up, so... There you go. You got to, the trick is you got to get them tight, especially on the front foot, so you don't get that that little roll underneath your front foot when you jump up. Bit of booty advice <laughs> for you there, mate. It's probably the only surfing advice I can give you, but I can definitely give you booty advice. 
So yeah, cool. That sounds like a plan. And uh, what about you, Olive? What's your uh, obviously you're on the on the same wagon. You'll be doing all these trips um, with your sister and your dad, but um, you're pretty frothing on comps and stuff like that. Are you keen to have a crack at them? Um yeah. Other like <laughs> I really enjoy competing, especially um this year I'm trying to get the under fourteen state champ. Yeah, cool. So. That would be super cool to get that. So yep. that's just going to be my this year goal. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. It sounds like a good goal. I reckon you'll get it for sure. As long as the waves are over four foot, uh, you girls will smash it. So, Thank you. Mate, um, thanks for coming and joining us, girls. Uh, that's really cool. We're going to put this on the India Dad's podcast. He told some great stories. And, um, yeah, I'm super excited to uh, follow you girls' uh, career trajectory. Um, keep having as much fun as you do with it because it looks like you're, you're both really loving it and having fun and so is your dad and mum and um, and you're actually just absolutely tearing the bag out of it in the process. So good luck in all the comps and uh, with a bit of luck, we'll see you qualifying on the WQS and WC in the future. Is that the plan? Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Willow? You're going to have a crack at the QS when it comes around? Yeah, definitely, I reckon. Thanks so much for having us on the podcast. Yeah, no worries. We'll uh, no doubt we'll be speaking to you again in the future, and good luck out there today at the Yelling Up Shredfest. Uh, it's sunny offshore, a four-foot, and you girls are in the finals, so um, hopefully you can get another title to your name and take home a, uh, a surfboard and a bit of cash, maybe. I don't know if there's any cash, but definitely some wax, and uh, and you get a brand-new surfboard, whoever wins, oh. your, wins your heat, so that'll be cool. And um, there's a bunch you. of boards. Cool. All right. Thanks for coming in, girls. I'll um, we'll see you later.